Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday the 26th of March 2017. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. It's a new season. And uh, Robert Kemp. The West Gate, the season eight. What a season. Exactly. <laughs> oh, what a season. <laughs> season eight. Wow. Six We've got a lot of important stuff. We've gone We've way got a lot of important that. stuff lined up for this season. It's going to be a biggie. Well, I guess. There's going to be like several switch games, I suppose. It's going to be a little... <laughs> Zelda just barely missed the window for me this season. We've got about a year's worth of content. <laughs> Coming up well, over the next if you, if you call that, If you call the amount of content we put out a year's worth of anything, really. It would true. <laughs> it's quite a lot, I think. It's fortnightly podcasts, videos up the yin-yang. Up the YouTube. Fortnightly yin-yangs. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it is actually up the yin yang, isn't it? Our yin is the podcast, and the yang is the video. <laughs> exactly. Sure. It's our TikTok. Just like Intel. <laughs> yeah, you heard us. We're as big as Intel, baby. <laughs> <laughs> or at least we're as mentally unstable. <laughs> what was it? Why are you bashing on Intel? By comparing it to us. And I think Intel and Mentel. <laughs> that is real bad. Yeah. Oh, wow. I Apparently Rob is that. more mentally oh. unstable than Intel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what just happened in my head anyway. Okay. Well, that, now that we've established that, <laughs> what's going on? What's going on is that, that some random bit of music is played leading us into this, of which we do not yet know. <laughs> Well, no, season eight music. We should oh. do a collection of all of the intros. What, you reckon I should... No, surely I should <laughs> save that for like do it the 10. laziest way possible and just like take all of them and just cut them into 10 second chunks and just stitch it together. <laughs> yeah, sure. Be completely abrupt and horrible. Yeah. Like, we should do that after... Uh, like after we've done 10 seasons. <laughs> yes, clearly our 10 year right. anniversary is going to be an incredibly big deal. It's, it's going to be, be a massive be, deal. It'll be a rave. <laughs> Well, that intro would be quite long at that point because if you think of it, I'd have to clip like a bar of music from each one. <laughs> yes. You only do it once, the first yeah. episode of season 10. That'd be quite a mess. <laughs> Just thinking <laughs> about it. Just thinking how many styles we've had already. You'd have to have a clip of the original song from like 99 or whatever. Or just use the original song. Just put that in. For oh, yeah. One of you's actually got that. Yep, you? I oh, do. Okay, good. What year would you say that was? Music for the PlayStation? Man, I don't, even, I don't even know. 97? Yeah, it's got to have been Wow, 20-year anniversary of Happy Salad, the song. Mm. The Happy Salad has been a thing for that long. Well, yeah, I guess so. Because I, sp- I suppose you wouldn't have called that song that if the, ha- the Happy Salad must have existed before the song, even. Well, no, didn't because didn't we name the song Happy Salad simply for 98? Okay, not far off. Simply because there was a that happy face in there, we made it green, and it was just there was a happy salad. <laughs> I don't know, was it though? Because Dan has Dan made the actual happy. Salad. Oh yeah, that's for happy salad thing. That's got to be no, no. I based that on the song. No, it was after. It was inspired by the song, so that is the origin. You came, you guys came up with happy salad for that song, and I and I. And what, made like, it we have later. to question Rob's like, why did he decide to have the salad theme for that song? I, I just know remember I did your salad, salad to eat. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think we 
Yeah, we put that on afterwards, I think, after discovering the happy face spinny thing, and then we made it green for some reason. And then it's, it's <laughs> well, a, why is that quite the salad? It's like that texture looks a little bit salad-y. <laughs> okay. The origin of the name. Now you know, folks. Thanks, Codemasters. It was, it was yeah. something like that, anyway. I can't, can't really remember. I was reading an old Sonic the Comic earlier. Yeah. As you do. Um, <coughs> it's a terrible segue. Bit, but, like a physical but, copy. Yeah, but I like they had like a review section in there. Or no, it was a cheat code section of for Mega Drive games. <laughs> and uh, there, there was one bit where they were talking about cheat codes for Super Skid Marks. And I think they made a mistake because they said like that game was made by Codemasters. And it's like, mm, it totally wasn't. I'm pretty sure it was made by Acid Software. Oh. I found a bit like one the one bit of information I read from that that, that magazine is factually incorrect. <laughs> you should you should write in and complain. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that like STC isn't running anymore. <laughs> I don't know, it might really? Be. Not 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 this version of it. Well, anyway, no. the, the Archie comic is still running. Sure, um, like the American one. Really? This was, this was the UK one, and I don't think that runs anymore. Uh. Is there a non? Is there a Sonic the Web comic? Officially, probably not. No. Unofficially, no. millions. <laughs> millions. You just have and to go on DeviantArt. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And you'll, and you'll see see all the good stuff. Well, no, I mean, like 50% of them will be pixel <laughs> and terrible. You reckon? F- 50 Well, I mean, they'll, well, just they'll all be real old at this game. point as well. They're, it will be during the like the 8 bit theatre craze of pixel art webcomics that happened, mm. I suppose. <laughs> when people thought that they could. People thought, looked at the one success and thought, I'd do that too. And it's like, yeah, but you're not going to be successful at it. <laughs> As with everything in life, really. <laughs> I realised the other day that I haven't actually checked in with any webcomics for a very long time. So no. I went and had a look at Penny Arcade and they've changed their art style again. At least several times since you last yeah. read, probably. And I'm not sure. Yeah. I think I prefer the, the one they had like five years ago. <laughs> yeah. The new one's a little bit too red nosed. All noses, are, all noses are red there. Only sometimes. I think that's just because it's winter. Yeah, it's that's the indication for coldness. It's more round than it used to be. Sure. I think the only one I read now is Dinosaur Comics, and that has the same art style forever. Yeah, that's, that's like that's not <laughs> even really a comic. Or, mm. No, it's, it's just, just like words and text. Yeah, <laughs> funny text. You don't even read XKCD or whatever. Not really. I got a bit. I'll, oca- I'll, I'll occasionally see one of those come up because it was because no- it was notable, <laughs> yeah, to something going on, and as they it, often are at all. It was like because code pro- I, I read all the code project newsletters and stuff, and they they occasionally put web relevant web comics in in their thing now. Just, I started reading one. that um, web comic name. Have you come across that? No. Where the punchline is always oh no. It, it was made, it's meant to be a meta web, web comic originally. Um, you know, uh, taking the piss out of web comics in general, yeah, or, or the, the, the ones that appear on Reddit anyway. But it's just like, it, 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 yeah, I'd recommend that webcomicname.com because, okay. of course, they couldn't have a name, so they just call it webcomicname.com. And, well, I, used and the, to, I used to read a webcomic that was called Untitled, <laughs> right? The classic, yeah, weirdly, that's that seems less original than webcomic name. <laughs> It's actually I'm, genuinely I'm, pretty funny webcomic name. I recommend it highly. Insert webcomic name here would have been equally uninspired. Just webcomic name seems all right. And the art style is just sort of blobs with faces. So it's like really... <laughs> anyway, yeah, check that one out. Does it, 
If it's blobs of faces, does that mean there's a cameo by Poland ball? <laughs> oh no, they have they're sort of sort of human shapes. They have arms and legs, but are otherwise blobby. Anyway, All check right. that out. Okay, we're coming now. Yeah, it was weird. It still seemed, you know, the, the Penny Arcade writing was still on par, you know. Sure, although it's not quite so much about video games any longer. No, I did notice that. <laughs> but that's fine too. Things there's, enough well, video, right? there's enough video games in there, yeah. but it still works. I looked up Mega Tokyo and that hasn't changed. <laughs> but like, that's still going? <laughs> I know, I was really... Wow. Yeah, good luck understanding what the shit is going on at this well, my, point. Though. My favourite thing is that the, the, the infamous uh, character section of the website is still not done after like 15 years or however fucking long <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, webcomics always have problems with like the, the, non, the non-comic stuff where it's like, we uploaded this once when we first made this comic and now it's just going to stay there forever because we never get around to updating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let me check it again because it did make me laugh. So if you click, go to Megatoken and you click on characters, it says, all right, all right, I still don't feel like finishing this, but whatever, I'll do it at some point in fall 2007. <laughs> 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 and it says, believe it or not, this page is in production. <laughs> it will be incorporated into the new site launch. Believe it not. <laughs> so yeah, it's suppose- been 10 years since he, he updated the page to say, yes, I know this is taking a long time. <laughs> Anyway, that sounds anyway. like most uh, fan game projects if I've ever heard it. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're still working on this. Honest. Yeah. That's a point. I haven't checked in on Sonic 2 HD for a while. <laughs> <sighs> well, speaking of Sonic, da, 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 that's some news. Wow, that's, a, that's a quick news segue, right? We're just getting right straight on. We'll have to just intersperse random in the middle of all this. <laughs> we've sure. probably got to talk about Zelda quite a lot, so maybe it's best to move things forward. I ain't got nothing to talk about this week, so let's get <laughs> So what's going on with Sonic? They've announced what Project 2017 actually is. Yeah, really terrible name. It's Sonic Forces. Feel the we, excitement. Of course, this is a um, advanced war style tactical <laughs> Sonic yeah, that game. Much cooler. No, actually, what's happened is that they've that them and Star Wars have done a. Uh, yeah, also would be cool. What? Oh, no, Sonic Forces Unleashed. <laughs> the Force there. Unleashed yeah. and Sonic Unleashed. Yeah, that would be It'd basically be the Werehog of Lightning. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's so good. Or not? No, probably not. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it's it's basically the Sonic Colors and Sonic. They make a big deal of it being the Sonic Colors and Sonic Generations guys, um, <laughs> because it's fairly because the games that people like. Um, and it obviously functions in a similar way. Yeah, they're they're making more of those of that style of game, and that's okay with me. The thing that I found interesting is like when you're watching the little trailer footage, you can see that the he picks up wisps as a power up. Yeah, for his boost meter because they're white wisps. Oh yeah. And but it's, but it's, it's, like, still, it's still that capsule. Yeah, it's still the Wisp capsule, which is interesting because they like that theoretically means it's a direct sequel to Colors, I guess, if the Wisp still exists. Well, it, by the by, the fact that they've got classic Sonic in it, in theory, it's a direct sequel to both Sonic Colors and, and Sonic Generations. Generations. Yeah, I guess the the Wisps the Wisps being in it is a bit odd, if you ask me, because I thought the whole thing with Wisps was that there was a, their planet was supposed to have like floated back into space, yeah, taking, the, taking them with it. So what's going on? Maybe it's the will of the Wisps. I mean, but, you know, I suppose they could have captured it some more <laughs> or travelled through time well, and un unfreed them <laughs> or something. Because robotics <laughs> seems to have done what you should have done from the start, right, and get pretty apocalyptic. Yeah, just build it. bigger robots. Yeah. 
Don't worry about hedgehog combat robots. Just build ones that are really me. And, you know, just blow up everything so you can conquer it that way. Do you think that city is meant to be Spagonia again? It looks a lot like it, doesn't it? <laughs> it does look a lot like Spagonia. But then there's hints of... It's really interesting, actually. That trailer, like, has some... Has, well, that little, that, that like 20 seconds yeah, of gameplay has like a couple of little interesting hints. Like you can see a somewhat knackered green hill zone in the background at one point. And it's with, with a loop and just there. Like Spagonia has been built on the outsides of green hill zone or something or wherever this town is. Well, all that's like, all that's pointing more, more to like it being a sequel to Generation. Or, yeah, like, like the time streams are merging or something. Yeah, shit. some kind of dimensional <laughs> nonsense is happening. It's, but it's cool nonetheless. Um, I hope they don't go. Well, you know, it's still they still they re-put out that trailer that they showed before, just with the Sonic Forces name in it. Yeah, mm. and you know, watching that again, it was just like, ugh, there's something about this that feels a little too epic. This is this could go real bad. Yeah. So there's still that to worry about, but as long as it still, uh, as long as it retains some of the humour that they've lightheartedness <laughs> they've had, you know, <laughs> it's, that, it's that exactly. light, it's that lighthearted nature they've had from the last few games that I want them to well, keep. Well, not really in generations because yeah. generations didn't have any. Well, it didn't really have any or anything. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, if it goes a bit more colorsy, humour in generations happy. was Sonic looking vaguely confused and annoyed by like Charmy. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the where the comedy was. I kind of want them to just re actually. I say just, but re-releasing colours like on a sixty frames per second capable platform would be nice. Sure, that game's real good. Yep. Can we have a version of it that isn't vision a version a version that isn't hampered by hardware? I think. Be good on Switch, I'm sure. Yeah, be a good Switch game. Well, yeah, it would in theory, but it's like. I mean, uh, Nintendo want to re-release all their shit back onto the Switch, but does anyone else? <laughs> well, that's been... Yeah, Sega don't really re-release. Well, I was about to say, they don't really improve re-release get no. Sonic games. They've no. done the... Um, they've re-released <laughs> Sonic Adventure several times, but each time it seems a little bit worse <laughs> rather than a little bit better. So maybe they shouldn't touch it. I mean, maybe... <laughs> they'll just make it worse. Maybe Colors will come out on PC eventually. Well, that that would be fantastic if they do. If that, that would fit into Sega's sort of current well they sort of stopped didn't they they did Jet Set Radio they did Valkyria Chronicles and then they sort of stopped oh like, if I wish they would do Jet Set Radio Future on Steam that'd be so oh good. my god that'd be so good I'd be so happy yeah yeah we've still got that hover game which is supposed to be like a spiritual Jet Set Radio game not going to be as good if it's spiritual yeah. yeah, you can't do a spirit. No, that won't work. I mean, it might be okay. But it won't be Cause what you're looking it, for. Yeah, no. it's, it's all about the style of it, as well as the gameplay. It's all about somehow bringing all those characters back again. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, we have to make up bullshit stories and getting weird skating. And getting someone like Hideki Naganuma to do the soundtrack. That's yeah, like, it's, critical. it's critical. It's critical. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's due. They've confirmed that that is still due out holiday this year, so it's fitting that pattern. Everything, everything's good. It looks all right. It looks all right. We might be on for a good Sonic game. Well, yeah, I guess. Uh, and they're There's also the trouble ran, with again is like the surrounding parts. Like the gameplay, the main level gameplay is probably fine, but then like, how does it fit into the whole game as a whole? Is it going to be a weird generations boring menu? Is it going to be some kind of 
regular ass Sonic game where you just select the next act. <laughs> Are they suddenly going to go, oh, we've got this other dimensional character we're throwing in that you don't care about? Here's, uh, what animal haven't they used? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the drama. I'm trying to think of a single animal they haven't used. Dog. I don't think they've actually used a dog. They might have done. And uh, well, if well, providing you don't consider any of like the NPC characters off, <laughs> off um, what's it called? The terrible site game. I've gotten already. <laughs> the terrible. It's so bad, game. I've already forgotten. You can, you're gonna have to be a little bit more specific than that. The terrible. Rise of lyric. There you go. Oh right. Okay. Site boom. Site boom. If you don't count any of the NPCs in that, because there's definitely at least one dog in the NPC cast of that game. Oh, is there? Okay. <laughs> And the badger. Yeah. They've had a badger there. They had a ferret. I don't suppose they've had a ferret. Probably haven't had a platypus. They might have had a platypus. Pete, the platypus. <laughs> Pete, Pete. Pete. He wants some scenes. What a Pete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, cool. It looks like generations insofar as the 20 seconds of level being played. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like that it's, that, it's, it's modern. So- it's. The, the good the, the the best end of modern Sonic's gameplay and so. they haven't shown anything of 2D Sonic yet no so yeah I don't cool. know I'll, we can hold out hope for now uh, and while and that's still going Sonic on they, yeah, yeah the, which they've ramped up the, the the amount of footage coming out of them is now quite extreme so it's like I'm on I'm, caught, <laughs> I'm, on, like I'm on the whole game already yeah I'm on media blackout now because they've, they've I, I accidentally saw that Flying Battery is a stage that's coming back and well, I mean, yeah. that's not necessarily that much of a spoiler. They said there was going to be like half of them were going to be classic stages. It's the same as Generations, where it's just like, yeah, yeah. just speculate at what levels it's going to be. Oh, sure. And then be rather, weirdly I, disappointed by the weird ones that they chose. But I'd rather not know, right? Flying Battery is a cool choice, though, in fairness. But I always quite liked that level from Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. It did look. I, I don't know if I, if I watched that. I saw it, but I didn't watch it that closely, I don't think. But it looked like it was sort of a weird cross between Flying Battery and. The one from Sonic Two, whatever that one was oh, called, probably, Air probably. Fortress or whatever yeah, like yeah, that yeah. level was called. It probably would be because that's what it's kind of what they're doing here, isn't it? They're sort of mashing up the best bits of Sonic, so it's that game's out real soon. Mm. Get hype. Okay, a Switch, right? That that will be a Switch release. Yes, good. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Blizzard news. So Blizzard have <laughs> renamed well. Battle.net after God knows how long. When did that start? Probably Diablo 2? Yeah, Diablo 2. Or, or was it StarCraft 1? No. Nope. I'm not sure I it think was, it was Diablo. Battle.net until relatively recently, though. No, no. It's, it's called something else before that, I think. No, it's been Battle.net, isn't it? Uh, I don't I, think I, it Yeah, was. I thought it was that from the start. Yeah. Uh, now it's called Blizzard. <laughs> Brilliant name. So... Uh, that's just are you, are you on Blizzard? Service. Yeah, I'm on Blizzard. Yeah. It's a bit boring. Well, are you on Blizzard Blizzard? I'm on Blizzard Blizzard. I'm on Blizzard <laughs> Net. Yeah. It's weird because I don't think Valve have any. I, I suppose Valve and Steam, like, obviously those names are connected by. Yes, sort thematically. Of, thematically. But I mean, mm. no, I don't think they have any need to. Yeah. Clearly the Blizzard one should be called, like, Snowstorm or something. Because I'm on Blizzard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, some other kind of weather weather pattern. Um, yeah, tundra could have been cool. I don't know. I mean, Iceberg. That's just a cool name, Glacial. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they had, if they had done. Corey, it. Oh. 
would I have yeah. been mad? Yeah. So what, you can't do that. But no, it's just Blizzard. And in other Blizzard news, they are that they have confirmed they're doing StarCraft remastered, the original StarCraft. I mean, we all knew it was happening, but yeah, they've basically yeah. kind of said it. And they, they put out some screen grabs as well, which yeah, they've it got like, a, like StarCraft. Yeah, they've got like a, one of those. Although it's with a video, so it's kind of cool. But they got the one of those things where you can drag the the slider across the image and oh, okay, cool. switch between one and the other. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And but did they course, say anything about like the expansions for StarCraft? Uh, I, no, think I, all in, I think they said those are included. Yeah. Brood War is in there, I think for sure. Yeah, so and that's the one everyone cares about. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's probably in there. So yeah, it's just basically, as far as I can tell, it's like cleaned up graphics, pretty much. Yeah, it's just a. It looks the same, but they've upresed everything, and presumably yeah. they've had to upres it by hand, you know. So yeah, it's, definitely, it's new new art that's super faithful to the old art. I guess we don't know if they've redone the cutscenes. Yeah, I don't know about that. Or like the mission briefings. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> it'd be nice if those were modified a bit. But maybe that maybe some fans would be like, "Oh, that takes away from what StarCraft was." Well, that's so. why you need to do the like the classic remaster thing where you have the toggle between old and new. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you want to see it in text and panel mode, or do you want to see these full dramatic cutscenes? Full mode. I have your pizzas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Are they going to include a way to dumb edit, make dumb edits and? Put your own voices in there saying <laughs> oh, stupid things. The editor has to return. <laughs> uh, I have your pizzas. Pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> I've totally forgotten about that. No, you haven't, apparently. <laughs> no, no, well, yeah. I hadn't thought about it for a while, I mean. Mm. Yeah. You can never forget. Apparently, I can't make games. That's what that, that, that tells us. That wasn't you. Apparently. That was Rick, wasn't it? Oh, no, that was Kippers' audio. Was, yeah, he oh, was right. the voice actor. Yeah, right. He, he, he was our voice actor. <laughs> no, it wasn't that you could make games. It was that at the time, none of us remembered that when you re-record something, you have to trim off the old recording so it doesn't overlap at the end of the file. That's what le- leads to destroy alien oh. mothership in craft. <laughs> craft. <laughs> yeah, but that's a... I can't remember what game I was trying. Did we make that mistake? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that was when we modified the sound effects to incoming. Yeah, because um, we said I think we. I can't remember. Kill them, kill them all, and grab. Oh, yeah, kill them, kill them <laughs> all, and grab. Kill them, kill them all, and grab. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Okay, incoming. That was a weird game. It was good. It'd be quite not interesting to revisit incoming. Actually, at it was some a point. weird, good, pure shooter. There weren't very yeah. many. Like the Dreamcast version was surprisingly good. That's what I remember at the time. Like, you know, because it was one of those early 3DFX games. It was like, hey, look what we can do. These giant pink shockwaves. Yeah, it had like rage explosions, the classic. Yeah. And then and it was a, it was quite an interesting game. But there was some, the Dreamcast version actually then so, so, com, like seemed to take that version and made it more controllable. Right. Like for, for a, if you remember the Dreamcast controller, it didn't even have a right stick, right? This was still one analog stick territory, but they made it, Work and but right. and they strip, but the PC version of incoming had that weird strategic mode as well. Yeah, Remember yeah, that? totally. Yeah, that was all right. That was in fine. Its simplistic way. It was really hard, but it was yeah. it was you know it would probably be more fun playing that game without it. In fairness, which you could do. There was a straight up option to play it in arcade mode that was the same game that just took those strategic bits out. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a smart game. That might be worth revisiting at some point. So yes, Starcraft. Uh, what else? Um, 
Super Mario Run. Um, Nintendo apparently a bit disappointed in the sales, although they're releasing but, on Android now, so I'm sure that will bolster it. But yeah, yeah. They, they, apparently they've they've made six million out of it thus far, and that's mm-hmm. I think that's gross revenue. So I don't. I, it's, it's that, when they say gross revenue, is that like including expenses? Is that profit? I, mean, I, I guess that's just yeah. takings, right? I suppose. Doesn't seem stellar. I think. I mean, it just had a huge, like the the bit you could play before you paid was not long at all, and then no. when then when you did have to pay, it was very expensive. So it's like, yeah, maybe. And also the kind of onboarding process on it was really weird. It took ages to get into the game, which was kind of annoying for a mobile game. Some Nintendo action. Well, well, it, takes, it doesn't take yeah. any time to get into Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> you just turn on, turn on your NES and go, pretty much. In nineteen eighty, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a bit of, it's a bit like well, even like Miitomo and stuff like that. The loading times, especially on older devices, were a bit long as well. And it's yeah, it's yeah. a it's a very Nintendo like product. It's like it's it's not a very mobile like product. Not really. Um, uh, so I can tell you what that onboarding conversion rate was. Apparently, that was five only five percent of players who yep. tried the demo converted. Yeah, it's I like, didn't. Uh, no, I didn't because I guess I played it and realized I'm not going to like this. Exactly. Compared to play, well, it, what it made me think it's like I could be playing a proper Mario game. Yes, because you've yeah. still got ones of those to do. I yeah. guess. I don't think I do. Well, you don't uh, have like. You've got things to complete in ones you've already played. Not like I, I, I guess, yeah. There's some, <laughs> if there's, you wanted to, there's secrets in Mario Two on the DS I never found, and there's I think there's secrets on the Super Mario U I never found as well. But so I could go and do that stuff, but or get all the gold coins. I'm pretty sure I didn't 100 percent the gold coin ratio on either of those. Mm. If I could be arsed, no. Just wait for them to release another one on Switch. Except not apparently. Mario Odyssey feels from the same game over and over. Tricking up in theory. They'll have to revisit the two D pool though, right? Well, it would make sense for a, for a two D Mario to appear on the Switch because it's kind yeah. of like a portable Game Boy style system. Yeah. <laughs> but they can make a three D Mario on there, so they're doing that first. Do you reckon they'll do that first, or do you reckon there'll be another Mario Maker first? Hmm. Or do you reckon they just give up on Mario Maker? Like it was. A, it I was don't a, think they will. I think. I well, think it'll be like, back, Mario you, Maker. Can they replicate the success though? Is the is the thing? Well, it's I like, mean, they they can just make a new one of those and just put in all the options that people wanted. Where it's like, why is yeah. this not in here? Now we can put this in here, and it will be good. And it has a touch screen, so we can yeah make stuff directly on it. And yeah. it has an internet connections, so you can download levels. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess it loses the social element that you got with the Wii U version, but. Because you know, one person could be building and everyone else could see what they were doing. But well, I mean, you can still put your switch on a TV. <laughs> yeah, but then you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to use a touchscreen to build your levels. Well, that's, that's not true. that much of a problem. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's a one, well, that's something of what made Mario Maker special. I think. But... Or you could just you could just dock and undock while you're building. You can have it on the touchscreen, and then you can be like, "Here, here's what we've made so far," and then you can dock it and show it off in full mm. screen mode. Yeah, maybe it's it's not, it's not quite the same, but. But uh, yeah, I bet they will put another one out. What Ooh. would they add though? What would they add that wasn't in? That wasn't in. Well, I suppose none of us actually played Mario Maker. Well, they so. could do a. They could free up some of the limitations, like the well, they could easily make the levels bigger, or like make you be able to have more different screens to transition to, or whatever. Mm. Make it a bit less limited in that sense. 
or you know include things for auto scrolling and vertical levels. In some ways, some of those limitations are what make Mario Mario, though, right? Apart from being able to make ghost houses, <laughs> I guess, but which are possibly the worst part of Mario games. <laughs> Like there's, there's there's something about the simplicity of like there's only ever going to be two or three different segments to a level that keeps them well, nice yeah. and simple. But then there's also like the idea of being able to string them together in proper series and that kind of stuff. All yeah, the, well, you could always use all the, the old, stuff that this... wasn't just like putting down tiles. Basically, mm. they had the building the level part pretty much good, apart from a few like random little features where it's like this would be nice if you could do this, and this one specific mechanic from this game doesn't really exist. The building, yeah, the building a campaign and building secret exits and that kind of stuff would be real interesting. Yeah, like if you could build a map, yeah, with like paths and for the secret exits and all that stuff. That, that would that would be really fascinating. And if the game could randomly generate some of that, like pick levels of random exits and then like have random Extreme stuff together, appear on a yeah, map, and yeah, there, there could be some real nice generation stuff there. And also it would make their things like the 100 Mario challenge or whatever. They could be challenge modes where it's like, here, we've put together this map, get through it, like 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 a full game yeah. of Mario. There could be some real neat stuff there. So they could do that. But maybe they'll just end up fucking re-releasing it again. <laughs> re-releasing the original. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm so. sure they'd add stuff to it if it was re-released, probably. Yeah, they might want to allow you to re-access the pool of levels, probably. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> assuming they can, assuming, assuming it's not they weirdly well, they did that locked the away in some weird. Well, the 3DS version could let you play some of the levels because not the... all of the items made it to the DS version. Right, but they will all make it to the Switch version, I'm for for sure. You'd hope. You'd really hope. Oh, except and none of that Miiverse stuff would be there. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Although then again, sometimes that Miiverse stuff is kind of cool. Oh, well, yeah. I'm a bit worried. There's, there's the one thing I think I'll miss from like if when Spl- Splatoon Two happens, you know, like the Miiverse stuff was kind graffiti. of yeah, it was cool. It was a big part of that game. How it just randomly appeared in levels everywhere mm. and stuff like that. It was awesome. It was really nicely done as well. Like the, the you know they changed the black and whiteness of the Miiverse art into graffiti, you know, yeah, into color of te- graffiti like texture mapping on it and stuff like that and. When it was on during um, Splatfest, you know they neoned it up. Oh, Miiverse! You should have kept that Nintendo. You should have kept some parts of your online service. Yeah, like, throwing it all out and starting over and make it worse around. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Good so, ideas never last. Another Nintendo news speculation over the. Uh... What Pokemon coming to the Switch? Yeah, um, there's been a lot of there's been that previous speculation about Pokemon Stars, where they would everyone was thinking they were just going to release the 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 mo- portable mobile. What? What? <laughs> so they were going to release the Sun and Moon games on the Switch as a as a combined game, like they keep doing for the Pokemon games, like they've always like done, platinum or whatever. Yeah, Crystal. There was speculation they were going to do that. Yellow. Even before Sun and Moon came out, that was a rumor. <laughs> Yeah, due to some like high res assets or something that someone saw at some point. Yeah, there's quite a few leaks. Happened. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, Game Freak made some job postings that some of the wording suggested that that might not even be that might not even be that game, and it might or it might be more than one Pokemon game coming to the Switch. 
Well, one would assume that 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 that's, this production on stars has been running for a while already. So, <laughs> yeah, like, they're, so, yeah. so they're probably hiring for whatever their next project is. And Game Freaks would be big enough to not to not just have one rolling title. Well, right? that's like, true. The, the, there's a couple of bits of wording in the job posting that does seem to make be specific, like make specific reference to like cartoony styled monsters. Where it's like they're just talking about Pokemon, aren't they? Probably. <laughs> what, what else do they do? I mean, they do release other games occasionally. Or oh, Tembo. Yeah, exactly. Tembo, the badass elephant, is technically them. But I mean, it's, you know, they've surely got to, got to be talking about Pokemon. But then, like, which Pokemon game is it going to be a new one? Are they going to. It would seem weird. To, like, well, I don't know. I mean, stars can come out on 3DS if they want to. I suppose. <laughs> Because they, you know, it's just their standard procedure at this point. Make mm. the third companion to the other two that's the combined game or whatever. It's got to happen, right? Yeah, that's, that should happen regardless. But then, like, what what is going to happen on Switch? Are they actually going? Is any is Nintendo and Game Freak ever going to make the Pokemon game that everyone wants? Where well, it's just a fucking normal open world Pokemon game where you wander around, there's tall grass, you walk in, and it's not grid based or any of that bullshit like Sun Moon Arm that aren't. Are all now. Well, the, 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 <laughs> well, look at Zelda. I mean, like, yeah, but that's not an argument. I was about to say. I was literally about to say the argument that doesn't work here is like, hey, Nintendo have done Zelda, and it's like, no, no, yeah, but Nintendo don't make Pokemon. It's like as a whole. No, that's team. true. It's a whole, that's true. You know, but they are similarly reticent to change things. <laughs> yes, yeah. usually. It would be nice if Pokemon could finally just throw out all the old stuff. <laughs> Well, that's yeah. what Zelda did, pretty much. Yeah, in many exactly. Ways. But but you know, Pokemon are always tied down by their back compat thing, right? They... Yeah, but they don't have to. Yeah, maybe now's and the they time. They can finally be free. <laughs> yeah, they can finally time. stop making up bullshit Pokemon to fill out a number that they've clearly ran out of ideas for. I haven't really paid that much attention to Sun and Moon, but you know, some of the Pokemon in there are <laughs> Sun Castle. <laughs> of course there is. <laughs> that castle Pokemon. <laughs> Got a level 100 Sandcastle. Yep. It even evolves. It like starts off as like a mound and then it gets like turrets. <laughs> it's That's not so going to last long against what? water types. <laughs> it's Blastoise. Oh, it's, it does actually have. It has apparently its abilities when it gets hit by a water type. Its special ability is sand compaction where it gets a bonus defense because like sand gets compacted by them. <laughs> <laughs> turns into concrete or whatever. I guess. Right. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Throw right. all that out. <laughs> Start over. We'll just see what they, they do. Would, trigger if they threw it all out, they'd just do a game with like just 150 Pokemon. That would be amazing. Yeah, that they would won't do that okay? though. Well, the trouble is, that, like, is that a good thing though? Like, I, I think it would is, be good. Is re- is reducing that down like that actually a good thing? Because then, the they, is, if they had, you know, if they, I'm not saying use the original 150. Don't do that. But sure. if you had 150 that were. Brand um, new and like well, bought well, up from scratch. Or... Well, maybe from scratch, but even if you picked the best ones and then you put loads of effort into animating those 150, that would be super awesome. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying best, obviously, you'd have to have the range where you had the stupid <laughs> equivalent <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, but you know, pick the best of the shit ones to be the shit one for this game and then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No fucking videos. Yeah, make it look awesome. <laughs> No garbage bag. No, no. Well, maybe. What's what I mean? There's not that many poison Pokemon to choose from, really. Mm. What's what's the trash bag one called? Uh, Garbo. Its evolution is Garbador, but I can't remember what the the basic one is. (laughs) See, this is in a way. 
Uh, I know it's stupid, but I kind of love all this stuff, right? Garbador, what a great that dumbass name. Yeah, but it already exists. Garbage. Like, that's fine. We can. We don't need more to laugh at. We've already got quite a lot. I know, I think I can always laugh at more. <laughs> What's the sandcastle called? I don't know, I didn't, didn't see its name. Sandable. <laughs> okay, Pokemon. We'll see what they do. Silla Castle. Better release a game. It would be nice. I'm sure they will. For the Switch. I mean, come on. Yeah. Maybe next year, though, if they've got Mario this year. Oh. And there's, oh. it's not even announced, so yeah, it'll be a while. Yeah. Well, Stars could come out yeah. basically could. at any moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure they will, though. I think they'll. We'll see. They'd te- really. They'll tease they, us in. They'd have used. That, you know, Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon in one year would be really big guns. But yeah, anyway. they'll hold it off to next year for sure. Yeah. So, uh, what else has happened? Finally, old <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda came out, and we called the, it. The result is very lukewarm. Yeah. No, sorry, I mean, the uh, response or response. result? Not <laughs> the just result, the result. I guess is probably also kind of lukewarm. I mean, there's Space no denying that that frostbite engine makes some pretty nice looking environments mm. and that some space... of the combat looks all right actually yeah but that's the trouble isn't it like that, that's not that's, that's not really what you want out of a mass effect no like, exactly. the, com- the combat's good and that's you know that keeps you going i suppose but, but you're not going to be playing it as a shooter are you or for for its shooting really no it's always so... it's it's primarily remembered for its uh Dialogue yeah. trees and and interesting oh, yeah. character developments. And... Yeah, little plots and main plot, mm. and and characters and and the universe and the uh, building and everything, world building and all that stuff. It was a cool world, the the original Mass Effect stuff. So with this one, as as you may know, listeners, it's a soft reboot. So they they basically fucked the universe, no matter what you how well you did in the original trilogy isn't that true i would say yeah, as it's, a it's like irrelevant yeah. i guess so they needed to well for corporate reasons they needed everything to be the same <laughs> pretty yeah. much they needed but, to bring all those fucking races yeah all the all the races you know and love have been transported to the andromeda galaxy uh to do exactly what they did in the old galaxy but in the new galaxy, including having a citadel thing with a different name and a, oh, yeah, the and a ne- Normandy Nexus. with a different it's a name, boring name as well. Yeah, and and everything the same, but with different names and labor. <laughs> yeah, and it, look, it seems like a lot of the, the. Have you seen some of the graphics for the new aliens? Yeah, they just look like blobby. All they seem to fine. Or they've been ripped straight out of Star Trek. I'm sure some of them just look look a bit like. There's, yeah. I'm sure there's one that looks a bit Ferengi, and they certainly that... don't look like. No, sorry. There's one that looks very Star Wars. It's like, like you has like a yeah, um, that's true. A sort of fake flesh cape, I suppose, down his neck. You know, mm. like, that's very Star Wars looking. I know. Obviously, like aliens in there's no reason for aliens in that galaxy to be any more weird than aliens in our galaxy. Yeah. But you'd still think they'd go to some effort to. Mm. Uh, they don't all have to be humanoid. <laughs> well, yeah, that's one yeah. thing. Yeah, but then that makes it difficult to make cover-based shooting. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. guess yeah. if you don't have human enemies that can crouch behind a low wall. But man, couldn't that be really interesting? Like you know, these these enemies have like eyeballs on on yeah, sticks I, that they stick around corners to see where you are and things like that. And they're like, well, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, they may not you have could been make in some the real weird combat mechanics. They may not have been in the combat, but there were weird-looking aliens in the original Mass Effect that they have ditched, like the 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 Hanna, the Hanna, yeah. Yeah, they're not about. They've ditched those. Yeah, but all, all the weird-looking weird aliens in, in the original Mass Effect were like 
they couldn't have been in combat no. because of, because of their weird races that were like the, you've got the Hanar who are just like floating jellyfish. They're very vulnerable. You've got the Elcor, the giant dudes who can't move very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> they're no. not going to be in combat. But cool. You've got the Volus with their Enviro suits. They get shot once and they're dead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that, that, except course, I guess I... the Volus were in Mass Effect Freeze mock though, weren't they? But none of those cool races, uh, there aren't any new cool races like that, and they didn't bring those ones over from the Milky Way for this game, so they ditched all that interesting stuff. Yeah, it's rather all than take it further. Then you could also argue that the uh, the Quarians, in theory, were one shot die people, but you know, shields and stuff. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. They ditched the Quarians because they wanted their to show off their new facial um, tech, I suppose. But they <laughs> I'm not sure that's why that they up. did it, but sure. Did, did they? Is <laughs> well, that the I'm reason? Just, no, I'm just saying maybe it is the reason because You're just Quarians you can't see their face. dumb right? joke about how terrible the faces are. Yeah, they ditched the, the Quarians then. They're not they in care. it, yeah. And yeah, I oh, don't man. think... I thought the, the Quarians were one of the more interesting races. Like, yeah, totally. Me. I mean, and yeah, they would have made... It would have been interesting in terms of the storyline in this yeah, game, but they're not in it. They settle their homeworld, clearly. Well, yeah. but they don't... Yeah, I guess, but that was the whole thing, wasn't it? They were going to try and figure that out with the Geth, weren't they, by the end of Mass Effect? And... I'm sure they did. Because they sort of made up, didn't they? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it's just... I just think this whole... I, I know, Rob, I know it's you like... Fast. It. I know you like Halo 4, but I think there is this trend where like, the tr- it, you do these trilogies where they do wrap up and then the original creator decides, basically leaves. And then yes. it's like, no, there's no name recognition. We have to like make a new trilogy. Um, and it's like, I'm just not that interested in... Basically, exactly the same thing happened as Halo. But Halo 4 was, I'm sure, was fine. But yeah, I mean, Halo 4 was better than Mass Effect Andromeda comparatively <laughs> to, yeah. their base, to their previous game. But as I'm far just as not... Yeah. But, but, then even, I, but even I will agree with the fact that I, I like what Halo 4 did, but its intrigue as a trilogy by Halo yeah. 4 isn't, um, doesn't, doesn't really stand. Well, they did the same thing and then, where it and then they kind of like poo-pooed it more reboot, in 5. Right? Yeah, they did, the same, they did the same thing in Halo 4 where it was just like, now the Covenant has to come back <laughs> because everyone likes the Covenant. We have to make up a bullshit reason for that, and it's the yeah. same in Mass Like we have to make up a bullshit reason to bring all these races that we knew. In the I think if, if they had been brave, I think in either of them, like braver, then they could have ditched quite a lot of stuff. But because of the due to the reboot, right? You could have made Andromeda be. It, it you could have made it so it was only humans like traveling and all the races. Well, just you. Well, yeah, I don't know. You could have gone <laughs> crazy. I mean, obviously, you don't want to ditch everything about Mass Effect, but. You know, having it be the same, but with terrible writing, is not good <laughs> because all the writers left. Obviously, sorry. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Mass Effect. My face is tired, <laughs> but it is good oh. for memes. It's pretty good for memes. So that's all you need. The, pro- the problem is nowadays is you've got to get you've got games like The Witcher exist that have proven that you can do this massive scale side questy stuff and not skimp on quality yeah that yeah i mean i i, I don't know impressive. what the, i mean honestly i don't know what the budget is here like if there are there are like constraints that we don't know about wow. that you know clearly define what these you know the differences between those two titles but well this was like the b team or whatever mm. you reckon like bioware what's what's real bioware up to I, who knows 
I thought this was like what is the I remnants think this is, of yeah. Bioware. Yeah, yeah it's the remnants. It. That's what I mean. It's the B well, team because that was like, no all, all the A team left. Well, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, that's what I mean. It's not like it's yeah. It's, it's not like they have another team to go to get to, no, to flip. To. It's not like so, Platinum's no. multiple teams. Although they no. do, there are mul- still multiple Bioware studios, right? More than one. Uh, possibly. Yeah, it's been a while. I think I they mean, they're doing the Old Republic, aren't they? Sorry, no. What's it called? Yeah, the old Republic. What's the name of the MMO? Yeah, the old that's, Republic. that's technically yeah. a Bioware. I suppose yeah. they still that's still running. That must be a whole team. I would have thought. Mm. Then, you know, even then, probably the Bioware team teams that are left they don't even really count as Bioware. It's just like random studios that EA slapped the Bioware name on. Is <laughs> basically what they're at at this point. Yeah. You might as well start calling one like Westwood or something, or Bullfrog. <laughs> Lionhead, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right, that's it for news, I think. Yeah, not not a massive amount, but not too bad. So, uh, not a mass effect, not a mass effect of the news. news. Yeah, it's massively effective. That's another thing. It's like the Mass Effect was the thing, the dry, the the science behind those mass relay yeah. gates, which were the whole point and of the, the game. Ships, I guess. And surely there's no gates in the new universe because they yes, haven't there been is. there yet. Unless there is, oh fuck, who knows? Anyway, never mind. Well, in the- in theory, the was it? It wasn't the theory that the Reapers were the ones that set that all up. Yeah, yeah. That set yeah. up all this mass relay technology, and racers just racers always discovered it because they found things. Well, but then, like the question is, like in the new like Andromeda, what what are they propelling their ships with? Because that was still all Mass Effect and Element Zero. Mm. It was still running on the same stuff. Like, does Andromeda have the Element Zero supply to run well, the same kind of technology, or are they using yeah. some other kind of thing? So, well, one 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 might argue that you know the Reapers were they reaped multiple galaxies, right? They well, yes, they, that would be the theory. They, they were, apparently they can survive in between galaxies. No yeah, problem. they were nomadic farmers, effectively. <laughs> Right, we're probably uh, not going to find out. No. Not in this first game, no. Okay. Although they sort, of, they sort of did tell us some of that in the first Mass Effect game, didn't they? Like you know, when you first talk to the Reaper before they knew it was going to be a trilogy, maybe yeah, just that one Reaper, wasn't it? Yeah, in the first game. It was the ship, wasn't it? Of yeah, the battle. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, right. Uh, that's it. So, what you've been playing, Rob? Since it's Zelda time for Zeg. Yeah. <laughs> Rob gets to tell us the nothing he's been playing. Yeah, I've, played, I've, I've, I've really not been playing a great deal yet because I've been working a lot these last couple of weeks, so I've not had a great yeah. deal. You've been traveling still? Yeah, a lot. Mm. I'm out of action most of this week, for instance. And uh, so I've got a little bit of latent time in because that's what I play when I've got my DS out and I'm not about to sleep. Not any of those other games that I gave No, because it's. Because you've never fucking finished latent. No, yeah, I'm like 17 odd hours into it and there's. Um, you know, I, I don't touch it very frequently, but no. it's like it's problem I have is like when I'm when I'm traveling at the moment, I get out my DS and I, I do something for about half an hour and immediately fall asleep, like just <laughs> just feel like real tired, and then just like I'm, I'm not I'm looking at the screen and I'm and I'm not doing anything for like half an hour. <laughs> like I realize that's that's happened sometimes. I'm not actually thinking about this puzzle in front of me, and it's like I should probably just go out there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got a little bit further in that. I, I, I honestly have no idea how much more of that game there is. It just keeps going. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, so I did a bit of that. 
Uh, and yeah, I've been pro- the main thing is I've been progressing in Grim. Oh, cool. Uh, you enjoying uh, it? So I, <laughs> ups and downs. Frustrated like by I, the puzzles. I, yeah, I still really love the style, but uh, there are there are elements of it that are just like, oh my god, really? And just you know, there are just moments that, that it, it's it's almost uh, not so much like going. I never get into a flow. I think with that game, I always, yeah, it's impossible. Of, I always seem to go from thing to thing, going, all right, what the hell do I do now? Yeah, I'm just going from one bout of I have no idea what to do to the next bout of I don't know what. That to is do kind of how to... they always were, though. That whole genre. Yeah. I can't really think of anywhere I got into a flow. And so it never really satisfies in 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 the way that I hope. It's just it's just like all right, I found that by accident. You know, it's it it I, I, it never quite hits me as the I'm being I'm a good genius. at this. Yeah, yeah. Um, what 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 puzzles well, well, have worst, we done? Worst, so I'm up to year four now. Oh shit! Um, nice. Uh, I've got end. to uh, yeah. So where where am I there? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm in the sewer. Um, with the with the, oh, yeah. cro- with, with yeah. the crocodile in front of me, yeah. I've got no idea how to get past that. Okay, cool. I forgot um, how to do that when I was doing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I well, the thing is, is I, I, I tried every option I can think of at this point, and I did it all with Zach stood next to me, and we're like, "What? What do we do?" Yeah, <laughs> it's just like we don't. I'm, I'm properly stuck, and it has been. Uh, there were I have looked stuff up twice. I think so far. Yeah. Which uh, ones in, did you get in stuck Ruba Carver? Um, yeah, because the one with the I never understood how you were supposed to figure out the one with the um, well, the betting stub. I think was okay. Yeah, it's that wasn't a, so bad. I'd, I'd sort of I I had figured that one out. Um, well, the printing uh, that machine there, there is are, like really confusing because it's the the numbers are like the wrong way labeled weirdly. Or oh something. yeah, yeah. But at least anyway. you could get get man when you if you examine the ticket, he would read off what you'd printed. Yeah, so you so be like week two this thing on a Tuesday, and yeah, he'd tell you, and it's yeah, kitty hat day. Yeah. So yeah, some some of that was a little obscure, but it's like I I I I'd, I'd, I'd sort of figured that one out. Um, yeah. Uh, what wh- wh- where I got a bit screwed where on some of the ones where i knew what was involved but just couldn't figure out how to make it happen because Mm. of the way the environment worked or something like that like i didn't i didn't actually figure out how to um okay so you you know in ruba carver you 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 find lola she gives you the the card you then go get her jacket which inside Mm -hmm. has another card for the rusty anchor yeah, uh, which I immediately knew was a tattoo design. Right. So I go to the tattoo parlor and I go, well, what do I do with this? Why can't I use this 53 Rusty Anchor? How do I get in? He's got a tattoo book right there. But everything I tried was like, well, I can't actually get at the tattoo book. What's going on? Um, so I knew I had to try and like confuse Naranya to yep. or make him pass out so I could then do another thing to then get the tattoo book. And I knew it had to be something to do with the hookah water. Like, because yep. that was the only thing I could really squidge into his, into his beer or whatever the hell he was drinking. Yeah, and uh, but I could never get that to work. You know, yeah, so I stood yeah, it's, over, I stood, it's like there's the a timing door, thing there, or something. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's two timing things there in the yeah. tattoo parlor, and neither of them are particularly obvious when that timing is. Like, there's just there's just some phases of when uh, the tattoo is being applied that mm. it, that you can uh, you can do some actions. And it's like, and then he goes, no, he'll see me. And it's like, but, but he's occupied right now. Like, what's going on? Yeah. And then you do the fridge thing. And then there's a timing element to that to as that, well. Yeah. Um, that then lets you do the hookah water thing because he's distracted. And it's like, yeah, all that. I, I, had, I had to look up what the sequence was for that because it's just like, I know there's something here. Mm. 
but I just can't do it. I don't know what it is. It's like my brain had already figured out that this was where the problem was, and this is where that's the a double were. puzzle, though, isn't it? Because it's part of your aim is to incapacitate him so you can take his place on the ship, right? Yes. So, so you incapacitate him, but that's yeah. not the solution. And then it, right. t- it 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 took me a while to figure out what to do next, but I did figure that one out at least. It, like it suddenly came to me. It's like, oh, that's why I'm carrying around this metal detector for friggin' ages. Yeah. It's like, yeah, and why the morgue exists. It's yeah. like suddenly, suddenly it all came into, oh, that's why that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other thing I had to look up was how to actually just end the year. Oh, Like right. how, to, how to actually get it so um, you get Glottis out of the... Um, oh, out of the gambling place. Out yeah. of the, yeah, the gambling high roller. Yeah. Because that was totally non-apparent to me. It's like I went back to the, the club and the officer was there and, you know, you're being told, please let him carry on winning. So I didn't, I, I didn't for a second think I should make force the officer to lose again, and then shut down your. Club. And then that would yeah. piss him off to shut down the club, and then for some reason that causes the, the get you know the the big <laughs> boss to call in the gambling debt of Glottis, and then that in turn causes yeah. you to lose control of your club, and then Glottis gets kicked game. there. And it's like, yeah, there's there's there's, there's a logic to it, but yeah. I just didn't think of it no. for a second because you no. do that same action earlier on to yeah. achieve something. And there aren't many moments in this game where it forces you, you to do, do the same, same thing, thing twice. twice. Yeah, yeah. To with different effects. Yeah. Um, oh, and the the chain year three is a crap. The chain, the chain is a pain. So I didn't. Nice. I had no idea. You had to like put it down and then pull it up again so and it then put it down. Up. Yeah, yeah. So, but then it was the putting it down again bit was what I missed, and it's mm. like, oh, I thought I had to attach something to it, but he's like, I can't attach anything to it. it let There's me just a bit in, me. and I'm trying to think where it is, but. I think it's in the commentary tracks or maybe it's in a YouTube video or something uh, of Tim Schafer describing. I don't know if it was at the time or he's describing, but he's describing this puzzle and he has it in his head and he's like, oh, and then it will scrunch up and it's going to work. It's going to work. And the, the designers will look at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You could just see it in Tim Schafer's head. It's like, this is going to, it's going to work. It's going to make sense. And it's like, yeah, it, it it even animates pretty badly when the scrunching happens. It's like it's one of those things where it doesn't physically make any sense. Yeah, it must have been quite that, difficult that, for the that whole that whole segment actually with the current and the end of the world and how that actually functions. Yeah, makes no sense. I don't like you can't, you, very much. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's not a good logical jump there, and it also features some of the most annoying those Angelitos. Um, yeah, characters are the yeah. worst. So irritating. I like Meche when she's pissed off all the time. In, in oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I P- think that's pissed cool. off. Meche's fun. But yeah. yeah, but but otherwise, it's it's not very long though. It's the shortest year, isn't it? It's yeah, it's very short, very yeah. short. But it was also one of the more frustrating ones because it also has yeah. that timing bit with Chapito, where it's like if you don't catch him when he's walking oh, yeah. around, that, that's and annoying. Yeah. And you have to wait freaking ages for him to come back, and it's. Yeah. It's yeah, it's got some of the and I couldn't get some of the stuff at the start of it where you have to do the chain thing to rip the boat in half, like that was real. What well, the very beginning finicky yeah. to figure out what it wanted you to do. Right, yeah. It's like and it's there's something to do with this, but I just don't know how to make it do it. And after a while, something happens. You know, yeah. like oh okay. Yeah, so this is like the pinnacle of the form of like Lucas Arts Adventure games. Like if you yeah, played any previous it, ones, they are even more frustrating. <laughs> Yeah, I know, and it, and it is streamlined in many, many ways. It's like there's a I've been, I have played with a lot of the commentary track on, which is fun. There's a lot of yeah. good stuff in there. Yeah, and there is. Um, it's a little bit spoilery, but not really solutiony, if you mm. know what I mean. It doesn't yeah. really. Uh, there is one solution spoiler in Year Four that I've discovered, where he's talking about the snow grinder. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the, the fact that you have to put it back into uh, the thing it's to like, yeah, this is it, yeah. this is this is the you know he specifically says this is the only item combination puzzle in the whole game, and because we didn't have an item combination system, system, yeah, yeah, we had to, to do it in the, in this weird ass placement way. But we really wanted this puzzle, so we put it, we left it, <laughs> and it's right. Yeah, because of course item combinations puzzles were the the staple of yeah, previous yeah. games, yeah. But they did, but they didn't want it because it was a bit too complex. So it's oh, just I think like, it's good you know, without it. Yeah, yeah, I pre- I kind of prefer that because I've, I've yeah, that's, that is a classic problem that everyone always talks about in old adventure games. It's like put every item on everything, click everything so onto just, everything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's a bit it's a bit frustrating. I t- I tell you one thing is it it is the the remastered editions like uh, the remastered editions edition of the mouse controls is a pretty useful thing at times. Because you can just scan the mouse over the environment to see what's interactive. Oh right, I didn't try those controls. It's it's kind of it, well, you know, they're classic mouse controls. It's like go click to do a thing. A little menu pops up to say, do you want to do the pick up, yeah, uh, action or Thub. or look at, uh, yeah, yeah. You can, but it's, it's like a little little menu that pops up. Um, so that all works just fine. But yeah, just picking out what in the environment you can interact with is it's so invaluable. Because some, you know, sometimes it's real finicky to get Manny to look at the thing you actually want to interact with. Whereas if you if you have the mouse at hand, you can just go. Just yeah, no, I want, in this particular case, I want that. So I'm mostly playing with a controller right. in the in, in the new control scheme. But you just grab the mouse when you scheme. need to. That's cool. Yeah. So if if I get a bit stuck, I'll grab the mouse and start scanning environments to be like, what's actually meaningful here. And uh, yeah, there's definitely some interactions that I've ne- I hadn't. I'd never discovered before, basically, that I've picked up on. It's like, oh, I can sing about the moon. Oh, I can. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're pretty near the yeah. end. Yeah, I, I realize that. The game is definitely ramping up, and it's, but yeah. And, and, and yeah, as I say, I'm, I'm limited in scope as to what I could do now. And it's, it was a bit of a shame when you go back to Rubicarva, for instance. I, like, I kind of wished I could explore more and see more what was going on. I know. So I want to go back to Club Caravella, what, yeah. what, it, what it turned into. And yeah. I think it's just they run out of, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it was clear that they were, yeah, reusing assets for that section. Yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah, yeah. Could I I get on the airship yet? Because the airship seems to be making a hell of a noise, and it wasn't making a hell of a noise before. You know, it's like Mm. little details sometimes. Mm. It's just like maybe maybe that was a cut idea at some point, but yeah, Uh, it's still. You know, I still love that setting, and I still kind of love the storyline. It's like a, the, the, I don't think the writing is quite as funny as Tim Schafer seems to think it is <laughs> in some of his commentary. Yeah, but the, I mean, you know, it has it has its moments where it's genius. It's pretty impressive but, if he wrote the whole uh, the thing. Yeah, yeah oh, well, I quite I quite liked it when I came across the like you know the little mechanic goblins. <laughs> they're quite funny. Oh yeah, they're cool. The little glottis guys. Yeah, yeah, mini glottis. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> You I did notice that I did notice that um, you know I'd always thought of all the games that that might make a decent like Pixar style film, and I have noticed that there is now a trailer for a Pixar film based around the Mexican land of the dead. Oh, is there? Yeah, it's I know someone that. else made made Tree of Life, wasn't it? Like a year or two ago, which was mm. about that sort of stuff as well. But... So this is clearly going to have Calaveras etc. in it. Uh, Hell it's yeah! About, it's about a boy who's really into. Uh, Mexican guitarist or something. I think oh. it's like guitar based. Yeah. <laughs> it's about a boy who's really into death. 
<laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. And so dies and then becomes a dead mariachi band. Well, it's like a guy who's got a classical guitar where the headstock looks like a skull. <laughs> Naturally. Yep. Everything anyway. skulls. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so so it's, yeah, it's it's enjoyable. It's it, it's hitting the spot right now because I'm not I'm not really into any particular game, so it's it's nice to sort of drift into that and yeah. You it, uh, because of the there's a commentary about it as well, like because of the fidelity of that save system, where it's just like save anywhere, It'll remember exactly what you're up to and what exactly what was happening in the background. And yeah, that's good. Oh, well, there's some fun stuff in the commentary. Like, I love the bit about um, when you're in year two and it talks about the cat race simulation. Oh that, yeah, that apparently never turns off. That just runs for the, the whole entire, game. The script that looks... is the best commentary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and presumably in the remastered version, they just left it because, like, yeah. I assume. Uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, apparently, that's still true. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> just a constant cat race simulation through the whole game. <laughs> right, that's pretty cool. great. Uh, yeah, so there's that, and what else did I play? I played a bit more F-Zero. <laughs> I, try, I tried going back to the story mode on that game, because I forgot how you unlock things in F-Zero GX. It's a bit more involved than I originally thought. I thought you just, you know, played it, and it would give you ships and things, and you'd, you'd get through and stuff like that. But no, you, you, there's actually a, like a money system that I'd totally forgotten about. You win tickets after each thing you achieve, or each, mm. each time you do something. You then have to spend those tickets on what you want, and like the story missions, as it turns out, are a purchasable item. Yeah. So you have to go uh, get enough tickets and then go buy them and then play them and then go try the hard version of that if you want more tickets to actually buy the next mission. And it's like the hard versions of those missions are really hard. Mm. And that's before you've even tried the very hard versions of those missions. It's a. And, and I did quite. Uh, I remember back in the day, I've done quite a few of the very hard versions of that game, and I can't do the hard version of Mission Two oh, at the I, moment. I definitely it's... remember one time watching you play some of that, where you were just doing that mission where you have to. I don't remember what it is. Like you have to escape some some explosion or something you know, as Captain Falcon, and it's mm. like a twelve second level. You just have to boost really fast and get the fuck out. It's, of that yeah, area. it's a tunnel. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's um, a classic tunnel with doors closing. And it's more memorization than anything. Yeah, I remember you did that for a long time. I don't even remember really whether hard. that was the harder version or. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was really hard. I remember that. I haven't even got there yet this time. Because uh, I, I said I was trying, I tried for friggin' ages to do mission two in hard mode. And it's like I can't, I can't get it. Get that game is very hard, and still, as I said last week, still very, very good. It's classic. It's a classic. Sure. <laughs> it's it's and it's thanks to emulation, it's somewhat timeless. It still holds up really well. It took a while for the emulation to catch up, but now it's there. With 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 golden. Yeah, it's a beautiful game. Beautiful. Cool. Uh, Zeg, it's Zelda time. Not quite. I'll talk about the other stuff first. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> so uh, I played quite a lot of Stardew when I wasn't playing with Zelda because we're still doing the multiplayer in that. And it's still like, you know... The, the hacked multiplayer. Yeah, the hacked multiplayer. Mm. The more I play it, the more it's just like, I really hope when they make the real multiplayer that they put a lot of thought into like the mechanics of multiplayer. Because it's just like, you, I mean, first of all, you kind of need to rebalance the economy to some extent. Because when you've got two people who can do twice as much work, you can get money real quickly, like really early in the game. 
that kind of thing. I don't know how you'd really solve that exactly for multiplayer, or whether you want to. Like, maybe people want that in multiplayer to be like, yeah, when you have two people, you should be able to make money a lot faster because you do have two people who can put twice as much work in. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, and I guess that's a balancing act. You still got to try and achieve the similar sort of experience well yeah maybe like or maybe the, you don't maybe maybe you just make it yeah. a different it's thing. a weird decision but then like there's other things where it's where you, well the thing that i really hope they do think about for the real multiplayer would be like actual mechanics for multiplayer not just like have two people who exist in the same world and you just play the game like actually make some kind of mechanics that require multiplayer like something different in multiplayer that actually makes it different not just two people in playing mm. Stardew at the same time. <laughs> I'm not sure what you could do. Like, <laughs> I guess at the simplest level, maybe you could make it like if you're standing next to each other and you both charge up the watering can, you get like super watering can. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. Maybe like a timed watering action suddenly creates mega water. <laughs> yeah, or something. Or like in the mines, you can make it. Because I assume in the real version, you will actually both be able to exist in the same version of the mines rather than yeah, the hack sure. version. Yeah. Like having some kind of multiplayer combat mechanism could be more interesting. So yeah, we'll see. At some point. God knows when. Some kind of system where someone's the tank maybe and blocking things or the other guy's actually doing like support yeah. damage or something. I mean you could I mean the whole mines combat thing inside you is so simplistic anyway. There's plenty of opportunities to make that more complicated if you wanted to, mm. even regardless of the multiplayer. <laughs> but you'd hope for the multiplayer, you'd, you'd kind of need to make it more complicated because having two people there would be like makes a trivial amount of combat even more trivial when you have twice as much output. Mm. So, yeah, we played quite a lot more of that. And I also played some uh, Rocket League. It's time to get the Dream Team back together, season four. Yeah, it's started. It's time for us to get shit ranked. I saw some of that, um, some of that dro- the drop zone game mode. Drop shot. That, yeah. actually, that actually doesn't look half as difficult as I thought it did originally. Well, the thing about the, the zones are a lot smaller than I thought they were. Actually, I thought it was like the entire half of the pitch. It is the entire yeah. half of the pitch. Oh, that's not what it looked like from <laughs> what I watched. No, it looked like a very small zone. So the, the trouble, the thing about so drop shot as a mode is well, I, when I was talk, when I talked to Rob about it originally, I said it's basically the Rocket League Rocket League equivalent of volleyball, mm. like how the hoops is the Rocket League equivalent of basketball. Although that's a little more literal in yeah. that case because it is just basketball. Whereas this one is like volleyball, where the two teams have one half of the pitch each and you have to hit the ball that has to fall onto the enemy's floor and then it causes damage to the floor and eventually makes a hole and then you have to shoot the ball through the hole to score. Mm. But the way it actually works is like, it's a it's kind of hard to tell. I haven't really figured out the specifics of the mechanics, but basically every time someone hits the ball, it like starts charging it up. And then, like, the more hits you do before the ball hits the ground, the higher the charge level can be, so it does more more damage damage. to a wider area. Right, maybe that's what I mistook in the video. Like, maybe there was more damage happening to one specific area of the floor that made me think that's why it's a tiny zone. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm not sure the, the ball like loses its casing or something. Well, that's like on the third. That's once it starts charging, it go, like explodes, and you see the glowing core. Okay. And then there's like a second stage where it gets more glowy. I don't know if there is like more distinct stages than that, or whether it is just those two. Like, because when you when the ball hits the floor, you get points for damage, right? And then if you get to that second charge stage, you get, you get points for ultra damage, right? So I don't know if there is like distinction in between those, or whether you just have to give it to that point. I guess, I guess what I want to know is: is this the mode to be playing if you want to just try and learn aerials? <laughs> well, you would have to learn how to do aerials pretty quickly because it's all fucking aerials all mm. the time. <laughs> Not sure it's necessarily the place to learn aerials exactly. I, I mean, the advantage of playing drop shot, I guess, is like you don't have to aim very much. Right, yeah. <laughs> you just fucking just hit it. Hit it. Yeah. Just as long as it goes in one half of the pitch, you're pretty much good. Mm. And the other important thing about it is like, if the ball is your colour, because it changes whenever anyone hits it, if the ball is your colour, you can have it hit the floor in your half and it doesn't matter. Oh, right, yeah. So if you've blocked a shot well, then you're you're safe. Well, provided it doesn't then fall through a hole, I guess. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you do kind of have to be careful of that. I assume the cars don't fall through no. holes. Although it was, there was like the first couple of games I had to keep resisting the temptation to jump when I was driving towards a hole. Oh, right. Because <laughs> it's like, there's a fucking hole. Oh, wait, there's just an invisible force field that you drive across. It's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you, you know, you hit the ball and then, but then it, you know, it becomes this problem of, well, there can be moments where you have the problem of just getting the ball in the air again. Because, like, when it's rolling along the ground, you're like, well, I guess someone has to drive it up the wall and then chip it up and <laughs> someone else has to hit it. That could be awkward. And, you know, there's, it's also... I don't know if they need to change this mechanically, but there's, like, there's no lower limit on the height that the ball can hit the floor from. So you can just, like, if you if you just jump just above the ball and hit it down into the ground, that, that can still count as a hit. hit. Yeah, okay. Because it, like, ricochets back off you on the first bounce and then the second bounce counts. So you, you can, can kind of just stab it and yeah. then, like, score that way. Hmm. And I've seen people do that to actually score, where they'll hit, hit a ball on an already damaged bit of floor, but hit it downwards with their car above it. So the first hit destroys the floor, the ball bounces back up off them and then goes yeah, immediately yeah. into the hole. It's like, that's not really in the spirit of how that game is meant to work, I don't think. Um, it's hard to know. Yeah, it's sort of aerial dive bombing, I suppose, is part of it. Sure. The, like, the way I originally thought it was going to work was, like, the higher off the ground you hit the ball, the more damage it did. Yeah, maybe. But that that's not how that works. And then I have my to main say, problem... in terms of, like, so, Rocket League... No, I I just haven't got into it or whatever because I don't play these multiplayer games. But I have to say, in terms of m- games like this, uh, I don't know. Like, n- <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like, the, if you are not into this game, then hearing people talk about it is like a different language. It's a bit like uh, <laughs> oh, that, that used to happen to me with uh, World of Warcraft or whatever. Like, c- people could easily talk for like half an hour about World of Warcraft without me really getting. Any of it. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so hopefully, some of our listeners are. Uh, uh, MMOs fans. have like um, are a much more generalized format. I think the Rocket League. Yeah, like, that's probably quite true. A specific thing. Quite specific. <laughs> so, just saying, it's it's interesting stuff, but just be aware that <laughs> it's very specific. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. I think I think explaining Rocket League is a little more general. Well, you have to explain the game mode. That's the trouble with this yeah, thing yeah. when they've actually introduced something new. But you're right. Yeah, we 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 dwell on details a bit too much on this. No, no, no. It's cool. I think it's interesting that you go into it in depth. But uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to play much more drop shot. 
apart from when we inevitably play it with Rick. Yeah, we've got, we've got to try sure. it. Yeah. But then it's just like, I don't like it very much because there's like, there's no tactics. There's no like attack and defend. There's no positioning. Everyone's mm. just constantly trying to fly towards the ball. It's permanent. It's permanent ball mash. Yeah. It's like there's not really much to it. Mm. <laughs> even though there's barely very much to normal Rocket League, it's like somehow this has even less. Yeah, I know I know what you mean. I can I can see that argument for sure. And yet people are like, this should be the new mode for esports. It's like I mean, mm. I'm sure it'd be fucking look look really amazing when pros were doing it. Yeah. Just the ball would be in the air for like ten minutes because no one would actually be able to hit it downwards. I think <laughs> In a weird way, it feels like it might be a fairer game mode because of the, you know, you, you have to work at it, you have to keep possession, you have to keep mashing it in the floor to get, you know, you're doing damage. I guess. To sort of get it there, whereas, well, you also, know, whereas normal goal was, it's like, as you say, you get that loose ball and it's like, oh, well, there's nothing we can do about that. Sure. That's like, a whole point. Although that's like tactical, tactics and defense position. Yeah, I, I know, I know. And I know that's true of real football as well, but, yeah. that's, but that's kind of the thing, isn't it? It's that tension, it's that... Constant although, risk. Although the other thing that I'm not sure whether is a particularly good idea with drop shot is like the field, the field on the defending side resets when you score, but not the attackers. So the people who oh, score, their half of the field stays damaged. Yeah, and the defending half resets. Interesting. Well, I mean, it's sort of interesting, except that just means you just alternate scoring most of the time. Mm. It makes yeah, I don't know. That's that's an interesting one. It makes winning harder, I guess. <laughs> because it's likely to be a draw, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and also the field doesn't reset when it goes to overtime either. Mm. Okay, that's more of a concern. That, yeah. that makes that makes less sense. So yeah, that's the new mode. And the new season has started. Yeah. And maybe. apparently they've tried to make the ranking less r- retarded for the start of the new season, where where basically it's as well as your 10 placement matches this time, it's going to supposedly take account of last season's rank. Oh, interesting. So you shouldn't get put directly into silver. Right. <laughs> like everyone did last season. I don't think I, I'm not 100% sure I agree with that approach because I think like each season should be. Oh, well, sure. That's the reason for it to be a reset. Yeah, it shouldn't be based on your previous performance. Like, you know, otherwise it's not a fair competition. I mean, it does, you're not going to rank back to where you were, you're still going to rank lower than where you were. That's guaranteed, <laughs> of course. But yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I like that. Well, it just makes it slightly less shitty for having to grind for a bunch of games where one person is going to dominate the server because they are on their way up or whatever, and they were meant to be in grand champion, but now they're in silver or any of that I stuff. Know, but that's just the nature of ranked. So it's, like it's been the seasons in Rocket League are long enough that that shouldn't well, really be considered a problem. <laughs> that's only coincidental because they haven't sorted themselves out with getting a season flow. Where they they obviously didn't have a good idea of how they were going to organise their seasons before, and I'm not sure they still do. So who knows how long season four will be? <laughs> Whether they will finally decide to say seasons going to be three months or six months or whatever, <laughs> make a specific time. And there's more ranks now. Although weirdly, they they made they decided to introduce like more ranks. Like there's platinum in between. Platinum replaces blue, I think, and then there's diamond above that, mm. and then grand champion. So there's like a whole extra tier. But now they made it so each of the individual ranks only has four divisions now. Well, that only gets rid of one. Yeah, one per 
all of them. Yeah. So I think there might actually be the exact same number yeah. of actual divisions. Who cares? It just means there'll be a different colour of the of the of thing you get at the end of the season. Sure, but it means you'll be harder to get the blue. <laughs> Probably. Or whatever the equivalent of the blue is there. And speaking of weird coloured things you get at the end of the season, the number of people I've seen with purple wheels who clearly have not earned them. <laughs> oh, was that the thing you... Oh, yeah, we got... It was... So is pur- was purple, purple grand champion? Purple is grand champion. Okay, so yeah, wheels were the item at the end of every. Just for clarification, at the end of every season, you, they give you a an item to uh, or a series of items up to the rank you scored. So if you, you know, to represent where you got to in that particular season, and it's unique to that season. Yeah, it was boosts for season three, uh, two, and uh, a crown type topper thing for season one. Mm. And this season it was wheels. But yeah, I've seen a lot of people with purple wheels who do not play like anyone who's ever been near a grand champion. And I think that's probably because they're tradable, I believe. Oh, really? I think so. Huh. What are you doing, Rocket League? What are you doing? And all, but like, even regardless of that, I've seen a lot of people who have the season three grand champion tag who also are not playing like anyone who's been in season three grand champion. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> then again, considering how long season three was and all the weird rank fucking around that they did over the course of it, maybe getting to season three grand champion isn't exactly that much of a badge of honour. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Like, there was one guy who I saw it on when I was playing last night where I I had seen, I like, he's one of the people I regularly see playing casual at about whatever level I'm at in casual. And it's like, he's not that great. <laughs> He's not that much better than me. Yeah, but a lot of people get lifted by their team, right? Sure. I mean, that's the other thing about... Like Kips and I. (laughs) That's the other thing about that Season 3 Grand Champion tag is it doesn't specify which ranked playlist that was in. And I think maybe they should have made that distinction. Because, like, a Season 3 Grand Champion solo would be way different to a Season 3 Grand Champion 3v3. (laughs) So, like, it's a very different thing to get ranked completely on your own skill in 1v1 I guess well, and it's also hard to tell you know that a, play, a player's skill may only apply to the strategy by they which have their the team, team plays yeah. yeah so they may be very very good but very very good at what they do in the team yeah I think so, they should maybe have distinct, made that distinction but it's irrelevant anyway that yeah. tag is I, every time I see anyone with the grand champion even last season when I was seeing the season 2 grand champions it's like yeah well prove it and then most of the time they didn't <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, they just pro- proved to be about the same skill as I was at in blue, which I, I mean, I guess blue is technically only one rank below purple. I mean, one series Tier. of ranks. <laughs> I never got anywhere close. I f- briefly flirted before the end of season three. I briefly flirted with getting to the highest tier of blue, mm. but I didn't make it. <laughs> but I only play solo three v three, and that's that's probably the hardest one to rank up in. Because it's like you're re- entirely reliant on random team composition. Sure. You're relying on your team to have any idea how to play in a team. <laughs> I better suck at this now. We'll see. It's, it's been it's been a good few months since we'll I've see. touched it. There's pro tips on the loading screen now. Wow. That you can't read because they only show up for like half a second. Because <laughs> loading doesn't take loads. very long. Yeah. <laughs> pro tip. Pro tip. Read faster. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the main one. Okay, now we'll talk about Zelda. Let's talk about Zelda. Okay. How far have you got there? Uh, so I, I've only played it last weekend, pretty much. So I um, 
I've done the Zora stuff. Okay, I did cool. that one first, so I did that. So I've done one Divine Beast there. Good. So, yeah, it's progress, some progress. Yeah. But I'm a bit, because I'm having to find somewhere to live, I'm, I'm sort of pausing right now a little bit so I can get some stuff done. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's pretty great. I really like it. <laughs> um, I, uh, In terms of finding stuff early on, like I managed to find... Um, well, I, I went... Let's see, what did I do? Um, oh, yeah, so I went... So from the start, right? Yeah. I went to Kakariko as they or Kakariko, whatever, as they recommend. So that's yep. fine. And then I went to Hatsino or whatever to get the uh as they because they recommended I upgrade my Shika State. Slab upgrade, yeah. Then I w- went down to the beach at Hatino to defeat some enemies because that was a side quest. Side but, quest, yep. Yeah. Which was pretty hard. Well, yeah, I, those I guys at my level. I didn't do that the first time I went to Hatino. Yeah, I was like, that was hard. Oh, those guys are too tough. <laughs> so I, I just spent I, I just cheesed it with lots of bombs and spent ages and eventually got <laughs> killed them. Um and then so I was over that side and then I was like, Well, I'm here now. There's clearly an island over there, and I've just found this um uh like raft. raft and i've got the yep. i've got the leaf thing so i went over there was an island with a shrine on so i was like okay i'll try this it was a major test of strength yeah <laughs> which is a dude well. with an insane amount of health that he, no matter what i did um i broke all my weapons on it before it got to half health at that is point in the, the game because i had a hit point guy yeah this is there. the this is the i yeah. don't know if that one would have had three thousand but that was the. That I've would discovered... probably have been at least two, maybe. No, I later now. discovered that there's three of them because I found all three. There's minor, moderate, and major, and major. I found major oh, first. Major first. Yeah, oh, well, I didn't I do I it. Did a ma- I think I did that one first as well. I found it first. Anyway. I did it a bit later. <laughs> I had so some I w- slightly better weapons by that so, time. So I could not defeat it because there, I don't think there was a way to defeat it because I didn't have an equipment that would actually last through Chuck the fight. Bombs. So yeah, you could have chucked bombs forever, I suppose. Do you think? Mm. Anyway, uh, so then I was like, oh, fuck this island. So I went over to the next island, and that was a stupid quest that I was definitely not prepared for, where it removes all of your items and clothes uh, and says, um, do this, you know, survive on this island and do all these things. And it's like, well, I've only got like four hearts, so I don't think this is going to work out well. <laughs> you don't uh, have the health buffer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't have any kind of natural skills at this point that survive that stripping process. So I was like, well, this isn't going well. I'm obviously going in the wrong direction. So, <laughs> so I thought, well, I better go back and try the Zora path because I, I get a feeling that that's what they want me to do next. Uh, yeah. And then, but in between that, no, no, hang on. Then I got the memories. Sure. Yeah, because I went back to the village yeah, and then I got the yeah. memories. And then I was like, well, this memory is clearly on the plane facing the dueling peaks. So I'll go back and find that. So I found that. The memories? It's They're like you, uh, your, your, photos. Basically, your Sheikah's she slate has a bunch of old photos in from the past. Oh, right. And it's okay. like you go to the location where the photo, photo shows was and taken. You get a video sequence. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with the uh, terrible English dub. Um, of Zelda and stuff. Well, it's fine. Anyway, but I wish we could change it to dual audio and have Japanese voices and English subtitles, but never mind. Um, so I went out there to the center. Um, I, I think I, I did a, the central tower, even though it was defended by Guardians. I just sort of yeah. ran for it. That was uh, one that I did quite early. That was fine. And then I, then I went a bit further west and found a stables. And then I went up and the mountain there, because the bloke there was talking about the 
horse statue yeah. memory. So I was yeah. like, oh, I managed to find that. Uh, not after, and uh, not until after exploring that whole mountain that's kind of behind it. That has <laughs> yeah, a shrine I, I overshot that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that so that mountain has a shrine on top, but it also has all the collectible, all the food items you could possibly want. Yeah, there's like, that little like ledge halfway down yeah. on the far side that has like there's just an entire grove of apple trees, and then yeah. there's another tier further down that has like a whole shit that a weird status effect bushes and all it's kinds insane. of other food. It's basically like a larder. So you just go <laughs> and you blow up the apple orchard and get a hundred apples at a time. Then you go down blow and up get the orchard. then you go up don't go down and get all the herbs from the herb place. And there's a bit slightly further up that has hearty durians. Like yeah. a few of them, and they they turns out you only need to cook once, and they give you a one of them, and it gives you a meal that restores all of your hearts. Yeah, all of the hearty foods have that effect. Have that effect. So it's like okay, so I stocked up massively on apples and things that I could mix with apples to make <laughs> stuff that did. Stuff. Apples are so irrelevant in this game. You get no, so they're many great apples, but they pad pad out all your dishes. Or whatever. you don't need to pad anything. Every food you make gives you far too many hearts in all cases. Yeah, but I mean, you've got to mix. You can't just mix. You can't make a meal out of just the herb. You need to mix it with something, right? I don't think I've used the herb in a single meal. <laughs> well, how do you make? I've always had other stuff to put in there. Right. What, like a mushroom that gives you the effect rather than the herb or whatever? Anyway, well, the so... thing about the herbs is like they—they you have the ones that are specific for like cold resist and heat resist, yeah, and yeah. electric resist, or whatever. all the stuff. Yeah, and it's like I barely even use those most time because I forget. It. <laughs> It's like I made a few. Like I have a meal where it's like, oh, this is one give you electric resistance. Good luck me remembering to use that whenever I see anything that does electric. <laughs> really? Oh, I don't think it makes sense to use them. And also, I have this like it's a psychological thing, I guess. But like, I'm too obsessed with like the heart replenishing part of it and not the effect replenishing part of it. Right. I'm like I'm gonna waste this food if I eat it now. It replenishes seven hearts, and I'm at full health. <laughs> right. Right. But you're not really wasting because it's so easy to get food that yeah covers that's hearts. also true yeah so I, I would I would have preferred if it was easier to get the things to make elixirs instead like the bugs because mm. then I could be just make a yeah. shit out of elixirs like this just an elixir that gives you no hearts but only electric resistance yeah and I would... chug those all the time if I had those yeah because I would I would have this psychological thing about the health. <laughs> I'm wasting the, the hearts. Foods, the health foods aren't an active food, so they don't cancel your buff. Is that right? No, is they, it... that is the part of the buff. They give you heart and a thing. I know, I know but if you eat food that's just health. Yeah, the health doesn't cancel the, doesn't... any current buffs. Yeah, okay. No. It's just pure health. But a so, food so there, can so only there would have... be an advantage to having those things separately in your inventory. Basically, you could heart up when you needed and you could buff up when you needed. Yeah, I mean, that's what I try and do as much as possible. You but in practice, you can get foods that buff you and give you hearts and use them even when you're at full health um, yeah. because there's it because there's plenty to go around really yeah it's just like that, far too much. <laughs> it's just that like zag, zag saying psychologically it's like no i'm wasting this i could wait until mm. i'm half dead before i use also this. i'd like i kind of feel like they should have made a hard distinction between food and elixirs and made it so you couldn't eat food unless you're out of combat or like sitting down or something but you could do it anytime it's real dumb how you could just oh i'm just going to pause i've been ragdolled let me pause and eat the entire food and all my health come back yeah (laughs) or i'm halfway out i'm clinging to the side of a sheer cliff let me eat this meal that gives me stamina more stamina yeah so i can keep climbing yeah that was cool (laughs) 
Um, it's kind of dumb. I would have preferred like if the elixirs were more like a Dark Souls thing where you could choke them, but it was an animation that happened during combat. But then like meals were purely restricted to out of combat or something. Maybe would have made it more difficult, but you know would have made it harder. But it might have made it cooler. But yeah, yeah it's pretty hard already in places. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, so then I stuck. So I stuck up on provisions basically through finding all of that shit, and now I'm just going to yep. walk back there every single time. And then the only thing I was lacking in terms of provisions was, of course, arrows because I had fuck all arrows. But then when you go up <laughs> you to Zora's domain, but when you go up to Zora's domain, like every single enemy on the path to Zora's domain drops arrows. So then you're sorted because, like, I, well, literally, I went from <laughs> ten to like a hundred arrows. So can't I just farm that area whenever I run out of arrows? Oh uh, well, just... what I've been doing to farm for arrows, I go back to the Great Plateau and just run all the shitty red goblins in the towers because oh, right, they all okay. got arrows as well you only get like a hundred from clearing all of the little encampments on the great plateau but it's real easy right even when some of the enemies start leveling up later on but you know not enough to be a threat why because the the um the chests uh contain arrows do they is that the chests uh, don't respawn but like any all the enemy tower all the end like the red goblins on the towers that die in one hit right <laughs> They Providing drop, they don't but, start firing, I think they're almost always guaranteed to drop. And all the wooden crates on the plateau as well break those, and they usually have some number of arrows in. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know as well. So I think I'm pretty set in terms of basic stuffs. You'll so definitely can... run out of arrows again. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Well, I started using it to hunt deer or whatever because I discovered that you could cook um, the prime meat and make tons of make money that way. Um, sure. But. Um, I, then I run that's, out of deer. For in the that's place another one of my psychological problems where it's like I'm still hoarding everything and I'm like, I need money, but I don't want to sell you any of this shit. It's like, yeah, <laughs> like I was getting loads of those, um, uh, those like uh, uh, glowing rocks or whatever. They, they're labeled as like luminous, luminous rocks. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, do I need these? I'm, I'm just going to say something. I'd keep those if I were you. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, you know how you must have seen, because you've been to Zora's domain, you've seen the guy in there who will trade you 10 luminous stones for a diamond. Oh, I must, I must have missed that guy. No. Oh, yeah. Talk to, uh, talk to the Zora. There's a dude there. So basically, luminous stones turn into diamonds, and obviously diamonds are way more important than luminous oh, stones. Oh, shit. Okay, I'll pay attention to that one. Because I, I managed to get enough money to buy the Sheikah um, stealth armor, which is yeah. pretty cool. Uh, uh, but, yeah. So, Did you go around and pick up all three parts of the Zora armor? No. Oh, no. No. Where? Maybe I did. Where do you get those? You get one of them from the king, right? He yeah. Gives you the he gives you the tunic. chest. Yeah. And the then, one that lets you climb the waterfalls in that insane way. Yeah. <laughs> Swim directly up waterfalls. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember where the legs are from, but then like, there's like a side quest in the Zora's era. Oh, I don't know if it even gives it to you as a side quest. There's just like lore. Did you read like the text on the walls? Yeah, some of them. There's one of those that tell, that has like a hint of where the helmet is, and then you just oh. go get it. Okay, okay, I missed that one. Oh, I did like reading those sort of runes on the walls. That was kind of cool. But yeah, yeah. yeah. so anyway, you, you want the armor sets, all the armor sets. Yeah, so basically that's where I am. I just finished Zora's domain and did the boss and put 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 the uh, thing down. And I haven't played it since, but uh, I will get back on it once things have calmed down a bit. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Zora's domain is well out of the three that I've seen. That might be still the best one. It's the, pretty the fun. Divine beast slash areas. Yeah, I enjoyed the um, 
getting into the beast part, even though the voice acting's annoying. Because uh, <laughs> the character's cool, and generally, like, I like the prince guy. Yeah. Uh, but then, <laughs> cheesy grin. Yeah, with his cheesy grin with the little <laughs> uh, sparkle. Yeah, that's super awesome. <laughs> but then the moment he starts talking in English, it's like, oh. Yeah. Lame. <laughs> when it's not uh, just text. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was quite fun. Uh, and it was a nice little dungeon. It took me a while to work out moving the, you know, controlling the. Well, actually, what happened was I, 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 I didn't solve the puzzle that actually right in the first room that gave me gave me control of the thing. Uh, oh, you so wandered, you wandered around for yeah. like not not without getting the map, basically. Yeah, exactly. Because you could do like multiple puzzles without getting the map. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then I was like, well, how the hell am I supposed to do this? But yeah, I got the map. So. Do, do what it tells you. <laughs> yeah, it did tell me up front. And I was like, yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. Cool. How about you? Oh, by the way, my brother has like basically done everything apart from fighting Ganon, as far as I could tell, because he's not sure. working at the moment. And he gave me, I haven't tried it yet, but he gave me, he, he got a thing on his phone, on his Android phone, that allowed him to write amiibo data onto blank cards yeah, fake uh, so he, he's given me a whole pack of fake amiibos which i haven't tried what so i have here labeled wolf link 8-bit link link skyward sword link majora sla- com, um, brackets fierce deity <laughs> ssb link what would that be twilight epona all right super smash brothers toon link Wind Waker, yeah. Link Ocarina of Time, Super Smash Brothers Sheik, and Toon Zelda. They're the ones that, that I have in the form of plastic cards. <laughs> like credit cards. Anyway, so I will see if they work. Right, so you can jiff it real good. I mean, not just the fake Evos, but also the game. Does it jiff the game? There's some of them. You get free stuff, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah I suppose. Like fish rain from the sky. It's basically cheat mode. I don't know. Anyway, so I, I will see. I have a full set of cheats, so I, I we'll see about you. I probably won't use them. I, I'm probably going to get a pona though. Although the horses aren't even that useful. Anyway. No, that's the thing about the horses. Like they have the cool horses, and like they have the autopilot. And like if you put a horse on a road, it just follows the road, and it's really cool. Mm. And it's just like, but you just can't teleport everywhere. <laughs> I felt a bit kind bad of, leaving my horse just in the village just fair. Yeah, just, well, I mean, you can if you just go to a stable, you can put it back in the yeah, stable. But it, it doesn't mind, away. though, does it? I did do no, that in the end because I felt guilty, but it doesn't mind, does it? No. The horse will just stand there forever until you come back. <laughs> or you can just go to a stable and pull out another horse and somehow that other horse gets gets pulled Disappeared. back in. <laughs> right, oh, okay, that's good to know. I would have preferred it if, you, if it didn't. If you could just leave horses everywhere... That would make it actually more convenient. <laughs> oh, right, I see. <laughs> There's quite a few stables. Them. Yeah, there are quite a few stables. They don't just appear like in Red Dead. There's a specific right. thing where it says, if you're out of range, the horse is not going to be able to hear you. It's not magic, yeah, you know. It's a real <laughs> short range as well. It kind of sucks. Yeah, I wish it's it was not... a bit longer. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny because they were te- clearly taking the mick out of like Red Dead or... Or probably other games, <laughs> or practically any other overworld game where that has happened before. Yeah, horse whistling. It's not magic, you know. Yeah, where it just but appears yeah. from off camera. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, well, that is the other thing about it. It's like when when you do whistle it in this game and it and it's in range, it does actually have to navigate have to, the terrain to you. Yeah, so by it's itself, fine to you rather than just teleporting somewhere where you can't see. <laughs> Although on the plus side, I like you can if you whistle and it's in range and it triggers, you can keep moving and it will still come to you. Yeah. So like you can keep running while it's catching up to you and then just jump on when it gets to you, so you don't even have to wait. Yeah, that's cool. Which is kind of nice. But again, irrelevant. <laughs> Horses are hella irrelevant. <laughs> so, yeah. so what what do you want to chat about? <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about well, a variety of stuff, but one thing I definitely want to remember to talk about while I while the force is in my head. I wanted to talk about the really terrible bug with the blood moon. <laughs> right. And like I didn't realise well, you know, this was one of those things where uh, the bug was happening to me and I didn't know it was a bug and I just thought it was weird and then eventually it happened so much I was like, hang on a minute, this has got to be, there's got to be something wrong so I had to go look okay. it up. What's the deal? So bas- basically, I mean, you know about the Blood Moon, obviously. I know about the Blood Moon, yeah. You've I know that you can, for that to happen. <laughs> if you play, if you cook food during the Blood Moon, it gives you more health and shit. Yeah, weird effects. And there's a few other places where Blood Moons are important. But yeah, so the Blood Moon is basically their weird in-world lore excuse for respawning enemies. Respawning enemies, yeah. <laughs> the Blood Moon happens and all the enemies come back to life. Good times. Not even really, like, it mentions it's sort of Ganon's power, but it's like, it's not really Ganon's power, it's just the Blood Moon. <laughs> mm. I don't know. So yeah, so that's how that happens, the Blood Moon... And it's a really annoying sequence, which yeah, you can luckily which you skip. Can't, oh, you can skip it. Okay. You have to hit different buttons. Like, normally X is skip, but in right. the Blood Moon sequence, you have to, like, push X and then plus, or plus and then X to actually get it to do it. Oh, shit. I needed to know that. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's, it's very useful to be able to skip that, because it's quite annoying. It's like, it's it's a weird Nintendo reference, but it's like it's like Castlevania 2. It's like, it's a terrible night to have a curse. <laughs> Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Where that text box comes up and stops the game for a minute. It's basically that. <laughs> like they went back, they went well old school in that blood sure. moon sequence. But yeah, so the bug with it is that, so that the blood moon is meant, I don't know if it's on a cycle or whether it is somewhat random. People have speculated like the more enemies you kill, the more likely the blood moon is to rise because, you know, they want to repopulate the world at a certain point, I guess. But so the blood moon is meant to happen on a specific night and you're meant basically you can when the moon starts to rise you can see it's the blood moon because it's red but the actual event of the blood moon respawning enemies doesn't happen until midnight so it's like you have some time i guess to get the fuck out of the way if you're in a place where a lot of enemies just were i suppose right you'll be standing directly next to them when they all respawn you can run away a bit so there's that but the bug with it is that if you if you leave the game running and put the switch in sleep mode, like the game is in sleep mode and the system is in sleep mode. During the blood moon kind of... Not nice. during the blood moon, just playing right. the game at all. Right. Somehow that fucks with like the game's internal clock and it really fucks up the blood moon. The blood if moon can happen what? on... If you, if, you... Put the, if you don't close the game, like right. go back to the home menu and then hit close, oh. and if you put the system in sleep... That's what I always not, do. Yeah, I know. That's what I was doing. (laughs) That's what I was doing, which is why this bug happened to me a lot. The Blood Moon gets all fucked up. It's like somehow it fucks with like the game's internal clock or something. 
and it like it screws up how it triggers the blood moon. So you can have the blood moon happen on consecutive nights. You can have the blood moon happen multiple times in one night. <laughs> right. Like there was literally a time, one of the earlier times this happened before I realized it was a bug. I killed a small group of enemies. I was walking away from them. The blood moon happened. And I was like, it's oh, cool. well, that's annoying. But I guess I can go back and kill them again and get some more resources. And then I went and did that. And then as I was walking away from them again, blood moon happened again. <laughs> I was like, what? 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 <laughs> I mean, I, at that time, I thought that was just like, if you continue to kill stuff during the blood moon night, they'll just keep respawning. And it's kind of awkward that it has to play the sequence every time. Oh, right. But that's not what that was. That was the bug. And so the time it actually happened and convinced me to where I was like, this can't be right, was like, I was doing a side quest where I had to carry a thing from point A to point B and there was a bunch of enemies. And as I was going to start clearing out the enemies, I was like, well, this will be annoying if a blood moon happens. But then a blood moon happened before I'd actually started. And I was like, oh, sweet. That will that will give me at least one clear day because <laughs> the blood moon surely can't happen again immediately after this blood moon that's just happened. So then I started clearing out all these enemies and I got towards point B then when I was about to pick up the thing and start bringing it back and the blood moon happened again. <laughs> and I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> and then I went and looked it up and it's like, oh yeah, it's a bug. A real bad bug. So make sure you occasionally close the game and uh, yeah. from the home screen on the Switch. So basically when you launch it, you, as long as you see the title screen where it says like continue or whatever, make sure you've actually closed the game and had it exit out and <laughs> all that stuff. Bloody hell. Okay. I'll watch out for that one. Yeah, it sucks. Although I guess if you want to harvest resources, you could maybe exploit it. Because <laughs> as I said, you can kill enemies and have them respawn within like 10 seconds while they're practically on top of you. <laughs> and it also screws... Apparently that bug also screws with a few other things like the dragons. Like the spawn timing for the dragons can get fucked up as well. Fucking hell, I haven't met any dragons yet. No. <laughs> I mean, you might have seen one. I I don't know if you would have. They fly in the sky. They're like quite large. <laughs> you can what, like Skyrim style? <laughs> not, drag, not like Western dragons. They're more like Eastern dragons. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'll watch out for those. Yeah, there's a there's quests related to those later, of course. I mean, why wouldn't there be? They're fucking giant dragons. What, so they don't have wings or... or... No, they just levitate or whatever. Right. They just well, jiggle, jiggle their way through the sky and then go into space in the morning. Okay. I've been very tempted to try and follow them. Because they have like a they have like an air of effect like wind around them that allows you to glide for longer. And I think sometimes like I'm not well, sure. Well you what can glide happen. into their influence. And yeah, you can glide glide them. in their zone of influence. Cause I mean that's what you, it's kind of what you have to do for the quest related to Oh, them. I see. But like, and I think it also, amazing. I think it also like somehow restores your stamina. Sometimes I'm not sure what the exact mechanic is because like you can you can like put the paraglider away and then pull it out again, and it just restores your stamina for no apparent reason. I guess to make it easier to do the thing that you have to do because then you don't have to worry about stamina management while you're doing it. But I was wondering what would happen if you tried to follow one of those dragons when it flies into space in the morning. <laughs> like, if you stayed in the wind zone and just let it carry you upwards, would you be able to follow it all the way up? That'd be pretty funny. That would be pretty cool. I might have to try that one time if I see one of those dragons again at, a, at an appropriate place. You can go up and get the shooting stars where they come from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, what is up there? There's got to be something, surely. That's, all, that's, like, that's one of the 
thinking about this game. You think you can do it, then you can do it. Surely yeah. you can do this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I've done three of the four divine beasts now. Cool. The Zora, the whole Zora thing was probably still the coolest. Although, like, which direction did you go? I because I heard that going around kind of anti-clockwise makes sense. Uh, yeah, it does. Okay, <laughs> the, that was sort of the. I tried not to do that. Like, I wanted to go to the Rito one second, yeah. but it was just too hard over there. Right. Except it's weird. It's like it's the enemies are a lot harder over there, but the weapons that the Rito the Rito weapon set basically are real shit. And it's like this seems weirdly like not aligned correctly. <laughs> mm. Okay. And I mean, you could. I mean, I guess it's the case for all of these. You could just get on a horse and just gallop past everything. <laughs> just go straight to the divine beast because the actual like, I guess the Ganon boss fight sub-, sub boss things aren't actually that difficult, relatively no. speaking. That's on purpose, I think. Yeah, for sure. sure. But yeah, so I I did do it in more or less an anti-clockwise direction. Mm. Well, I want including, to go to the woods or whatever. Yeah, next, including the Master Sword. <laughs> yeah. They got a hold of that. Is that any good? Don't have to <sighs> explain in detail. Or do you want me to explain these actual mechanics no, of the Master Sword? Probably not. I think Dan will want to keep that. Yeah. I, I don't not. really want to know, in fairness. Well, I mean, in terms of in terms of the number on the weapon, it's a 30. <laughs> right. Okay. So it's pretty good. It took me ages to work out on the menus what the numbers were because it's the number, so it shows with a little arrow, so it shows what number you're currently at currently and what using, you're going yeah. to go to. And I was like, well, why does it say five and then it says six? And it's like, presumably your base level of armor is one or something. <laughs> yeah, and that's it's what, not very clear. It's, it's not clear at all. And I was trying to look it up, but I couldn't work it out. But I think that's it, right? So you, Yeah, your, ba- yeah. your base numbers are basically zero. <laughs> right. So yeah. when, like, when you're equipping different weapons, if it's a bigger number, that, that's just a better weapon than whatever you're holding. And yeah. then on armor, it's like if the number is bigger, then the piece that you're replacing is worse than the one that you're wearing. Mm. But yeah, so I did quite a lot of that. I was kind of disappointed by the Rito section because, like, they don't seem to have much going on. Oh. Like, in, in terms of like story and stuff, it seems kind of not very much there. And they I had a good. Like- the Rito of the birds. Yeah, right? the, the yeah, the dude with the, the accordion. The dude with the accordion's awesome. He's, yeah. he's awesome. I've met him he's, twice. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the and also he plays a poet's song. I mean, what's not to love? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, so he seems to hang around sort of shrine quests. So I've met yeah, him he, in a couple he gives of places. You the hints for the shrine yeah, for yeah. the shrine quests. Yeah. And, and I've got his find... I've got his main song in my head all the time as well. His accordion. <laughs> yes, exactly. One. The one that you hear while you're solving those puzzles. Yeah, which n- neither of which I've managed to solve yet, because uh, the one where I went hunting is the is the one where you have to ride a, a stag basically. But I can't sure. do it. I haven't. I, I tried eating, eating stamina, increasing foods twice, but I still didn't have enough stamina. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a problem with that with a horse as well. But I like. I'm not necessarily sure that having more stamina. Stamina. Stamina right. is actually necessarily the thing you need. Like, you just need really to mash need? the button really fast. Right. I was. It's like I, ha- I don't think I've managed to succeed on doing one of those button button mashing things where I haven't like taken my hands entirely off the controller, right. turned um, it around, and very specifically mashed the L button as far hard as I can with a finger. Not like mm. natural pose mashing, 
<laughs> you need to turn it around and get your finger directly on that thing. Right, yeah. I think that that's probably what I'm doing wrong. Auto fire. Yeah. I mean, probably if you had a ton of stamina, you could still like get it a normal way. Because it clearly drains your stamina. That's clearly definitely drains your stamina, like, yeah. There's clearly a time limit to that before you get chucked off. Mm. But I think maybe it just keeps draining it forever if you're not tapping fast enough. Yeah. Like you just need to mash it real hard. And I'm not sure whether like whether there's a like how many is it a number of button pushes? Do you have to do it at a certain speed? Mm, just not sure. Yeah, I liked yeah. the in Red Dead the horse taming was a like a like a kind of Tony Quick Hawk's event, right? No, no, it was t- it was like a balance Tony Hawk oh, style right. balance on a on a rail type thing. Sure. I think wasn't it where you had to keep it? Yeah, I quite like those. Mm. I think it was like that. Anyway, yeah, but that guy's cool. But he's like the coolest Rito. <laughs> Oh. All the ones in the town were kind of generic and not very interesting. Oh, Apart from the shame. five children, I guess they were okay. But the yeah, that whole section with their divine beast is like you you turn up and you just basically go do it. It right. seems a bit like they not, didn't ex- yeah didn't expand that very much because the Zora one it's like you, you, it's raining everywhere and you can't climb the cliffs because you it's have to go get shock arrows and you have to fight yeah. the lionel and like yeah. there's a whole sub quest to that i guess although i, I mean, didn't there find still that is good. a Rito thing but not as extravagant i don't think i just snuck around and stole all those arrows without fighting oh yeah, yeah i guess you don't have to fight that guy yeah. those guys are kind of cool to fight once you once you understand how to fight them <laughs> right because yeah. when, especially when you first go to zora's domain and there's that he can like totally one-shot you so easily and all that at that point yeah. in the game yeah once you get the ha- get a hang of their, their attack patterns, the trouble with them is they they're one of the things that has a sh- shit ton of health. So it's like, oh, I'm going to break like two weapons on this one guy, yeah. <laughs> at least. Yeah, that is a pain. I still haven't fought one of the stone talus guys. I just I've just ran away from them so far. Yeah, I I ignored a few of those, but what it's, I don't know if it's like a random element or whether it's specific, but like. The ones where the the thing you have to hit spawns on top of them, they're right. well easy. But if right. it's like on the back, it's really awkward to actually be able to hit. Right. Because when it spawns on top, you just climb on them and you just stand there and wail on it for a minute <laughs> until right. they try and chuck you off. <laughs> Makes it much easier. Yeah. So that, that, that's, you know. I think that, like, sometimes those are cool, like, this, I guess you'd call them mini bosses almost. They're mm. like the big enemies of the world. The ones that yeah. have the ones like the stone talisers that actually have a health a real like you are you are health bar, not a enemy health bar. Yeah. And you know, there's the I don't did you do the side quest out of the Zorus domain where you have to go and kill the Hinox? No. I haven't yeah. done that one. That's, that's, that's basically enough people in Zorus. That's domain. basically another one of those. Like yeah. a little mini boss thing. Mm, cool. They're quite cool. Well, and I'm they still also in play... domain, so I'm going to walk around and talk to everyone. Yeah, go talk to some more people. Yeah. There's all, they, the Hinoxes also play... Um, I can't remember what which song it is, but it has... Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, this game does this, but it's, it's one of the classic Zelda tunes, but yeah. in a nice orchestral remix with trumpets. Yeah. Trumpets. trumpets. It's what you want. I do like all the little stings of... Even in the shrine music, you occasionally get the occasional sting of something old... Yeah, it's from. I think the, the shrine music is like it has Ocarina bits stuff. I'm sure based, based on one of the handheld games. I think it might have been the oh. 
uh, might have been the first one. The, Link to the past. Link's no, Awakening. no, no. Link's Awakening. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think it might be yeah. some music from there. I like Link's Awakening. Yeah. And I couldn't, I know that the, the Rito Town music is a remix of something, but I can't remember what the fuck it is. It's really annoying. Well, the <laughs> Rito, I know we're, it. we're only in Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Right? Yeah. So I don't know if it's from there. I don't think it is. Mm. It seems like an Ocarina one. I just can't remember which one it is. It was really annoying me. Like, I know this tune. Goron City doesn't have the Goron City music, though. And what? I was slightly disappointed. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was expecting. I was expecting bongos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stephen, I haven't got there yet, but Stephen has said it's annoying. I mean, I was complaining about the voice acting. Stephen was like, there's a Goron guy who's just like, just an American dude. And it's like, yeah, the, the main, the, like, the, I guess the main Goron dude that you have to do with the Divine Beast yeah. or whatever. Yeah. His, his voice is quite dumb for a Goron. <laughs> Good damn it. Oh, well. It's not oh, gravelly well. enough. No. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I mean, that's what you'd expect Boris to sound like. Yeah, totally. Of course. What, like Liam Neeson? Yeah, gravelly. <laughs> Literally. Goras right. have weird faces in this game. What's that? Goras have, yeah. like, slightly weird faces. Yeah, they're a bit strange. If they're, like, weird, like, irises that are, like, super size changey. I guess you don't notice it unless you're unless they emote doing well while you're talking to them. But like their irises can be huge or tiny, and it looks like changes so much. And they have a dramatic mouth, funny gums. <laughs> yeah, my dramatic mouth, funny. I learned this in, in acting school. <laughs> yes, it's very dramatic. So, yeah. Uh, I can't remember if there was anything else. Just that blood moon bug was the main thing I wanted to talk about. There'll be more stuff next time anyway. I didn't yeah. want to mention also, like, you know how there's that menu option for ability controls where it shows you the tooltips for the specific abilities? Right. I haven't talked about that, I don't think. Well, yeah, it's just in the menu. I, like, there's no reason for you to even think to go and look there, but there, it's there. It's just like a list. It's basically what I keep oh, asking yeah, for yeah, in yeah, games, yeah, yeah. where it's, it's a, a list of, of the tips yeah i did find it yeah that is good actually i only found it the other day and it's like sure yeah. and like the weird thing about it is well the thing about it is it only shows you ones you've discovered right like it won't tell you about shield surfing until you've shield surfed <laughs> which is kind ah, of awkward okay. in terms of a tutorial because mm. it's not essentially it's a reminder yeah it's a reminder not a tutorial and i'm not yeah. sure that's kind of cooler though in a game like this surely sure it's like I'm not sure where you're meant to learn shield surfing. There's a place um, on the those guys on the hill, right? Yeah, on the hill. Yeah, I so I found those guys. Does that? Uh, but I don't know. I, I definitely had the tutorial in that menu after I'd done that, but I don't so know did, if it triggered it. Yeah, was that like? Did it pop up at that point? That's why I was wondering. I don't know. Like those guys were, and there are a few other people I've seen around talking about shield surfing. So I think there's right. other places where it happens. And people are clearly aware of the concept. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that like that bit in the tips menu doesn't appear until you've done it, which is mm. a weird, like weird telling you after the fact the thing that you've done. Because it's it's quite a weird do. combo of controls, I think. Or no, yeah. I mean, I suppose it makes sense, but like I knew that you could do it from the trailers, so I I sure, did it yes. early on. Uh, but I was like, how the fuck do I do this? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I never remember in a pinch if I need to I basically no. have no. I've in fact, I'm still I'm still not that great with the controls, to be honest. I don't know why. I'm always yeah. pressing the wrong button, even now. It takes now. a lot of getting used to, still. Yeah. 
I'm getting better at it. Yeah, I'm getting there. But the other weird thing about that ability controls menu is there's still, even at the point I'm at, there's still two blanks in there. There's still oh. two things I haven't done. <laughs> like, what are those? Will the game ever tell me them? Or will I have to act, just like mash buttons until something interesting happens? <laughs> there's probably an ability, like in Ocarina, where you get those light boots at the end. There's probably something you only get for the last dungeon or something. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that would probably be one of them. Like some kind of secret, like light arrows or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's another one. I was definitely thinking about just standing in a field and trying to hit random buttons to see if something interesting happens. <laughs> like, what if you charge a spin attack and then push jump? <laughs> Yeah. That would make sense. It would be like it would be like Smash Brothers. You go up, right? Yeah, <laughs> helicopter effect into the sky. <laughs> and if you then flew into a into a wall, does that mean you could climb it from a slightly higher starting point? Yeah, exactly. Although, I just a spin attack. But spin attack burns your stamina, doesn't it? Or... Yeah, a lot of severely. Yeah, yeah, kills your stamina off real quick. I mean, you no could just eat something instantly. <laughs> yes, you could. No spoilers, but like you know, Dan, you've got the Zora power from the end of the Zora thing, right? The... Yeah, I haven't used it yet, though. I guess it's okay. like having a fairy, but it, it, yeah, it's it basically an uber fairy. <laughs> but so yeah, each of the races has one of those, as you might have been able to guess. Yeah, yeah. And the Goron one is kind of air. I mean, it's nice, but I like. Well, basically, the Zora one and the Goron one, I just turned off because I think they're kind of overpowered. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Like, I, I, I already wasn't eating food, and now I have a thing where I don't even have to worry about dying. I, like, I'll just turn that off. <laughs> right, yeah, fair enough. But then, like, once I got to the Rito one, that's the that's the hot shit. That's the one you want. That's the best one, is it? Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that hot shit. I haven't got the Gerudo one yet, so I don't know what that is, but okay. the Rito one is clearly... Um, that one I'm keeping on. <laughs> right, right, okay. <laughs> cool. That's Zelda. Yeah. Yep. Uh, There's still more to play. Quite more, a lot more. Plenty more. Uh, I still haven't been to the Gerudo Desert or the mm -hmm. second area of the Gerudo Desert. I haven't been to the jungle down the other side of the bottom of the map. Really? Yeah. How many hours are you putting into this and you still haven't done those things? I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say. Oopsie. Right. Zelda. And uh, I think that'll do it for this podcast, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we'll we catch had no you. random section this week. Well, Doesn't matter. We had yeah. stuff to talk about. Yeah. So we didn't. We didn't even regiment random. We didn't even get to talk about your funny gums again. Yeah, and my my double mm. trip to the hygienist yep. and how horrible that is. Yep. Horrible. Um, I think we um, dodged a bullet there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, corrections from last week. Yeah. Not all hygienists and dentists are weird people. We, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Did we, we say that? I'm pretty sure we alluded to that. Last time, hygienists okay. are generally weird. There we go. <laughs> okay, Dan, Dan is unconvinced. Mine's quite nice. Oh, cool. She just rips apart my face until it bleeds profusely. <laughs> quite nice. <laughs> yeah. Quite nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, I guess I want the other thing I want to say is I got tickets to go see um, uh, was it, um, the, the Final Fantasy um, orchest orchestral performance they're oh, doing at the Albert Hall nice. uh, in November. Sweet. So that'll be that'll be fun. So record it on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here, play it for us. Uh, yeah, apparently it's quite cool because it's like like uh, Nobuo Uematsu, you know the yeah, main composer. He he doesn't actually have have much to do with this, but he's there at every single one of these. Like he just sort of hangs out. He just takes a holiday wherever, the, yeah. wherever they have to be performing. 
So that's kind of cool. So, like, uh, right, yeah, I'll be. It, it, You'll be in the same room as that guy. Yeah. Wow. Well, you might you might see him. You know, you might stand up and be like, "Hey, I'm here." <laughs> I guess he might. Yeah. Uh, so that would be cool. He's a he's a legend. And it's like you never quite. Apparently, they they randomise each of these shows a little bit, so you're never quite sure which random battle system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're never quite sure which set of music you're going to get, but. Uh, but that's kind of part of the fun of it. It's like apparently, apparently <laughs> you just have to hope you don't get any of the bad ones. Yeah, well, you I'm have to hope you don't get all Final Fantasy thirteen. Well, like thirteen would be fun to see what they did with it, like you know, with an orchestra. Sure, but those, those aren't the tracks of Final Fantasy you want to hear. No, but they're the classics. Well, yeah, I know. I know they've like irritatingly. I think they fairly recently did. Um, I can never remember the exact name. I think it's Liberty or Liberty Fatalis, the main yeah. the main theme <laughs> from FF eight. And it's like, which is awesome. I love yeah. that track. And it's like, but, but apparently they did that fairly recently. So, so you won't be I here. probably won't get that. Yeah. You don't um, want that. You want like Man with the Machine Gun or the, or the normal fight I, music. I, I, those. I think the Man with the Machine Gun actually comes up quite regularly. So uh, there's, a good <laughs> good. Chance, there's a good chance we'll get that. But then also it's an orchestral version, right? Because Man with the Machine Gun's a bit, a bit. Yeah. It's a bit weird. Yeah. But that's why you want to hear it though. That's why you want to hear the orchestral version. You want to hear how they do it. But that's not till November, but I'm still pretty hyped. It's a long time to be hyped. I know it's good. It's good. It's good. It's like it makes makes the end of the year quite exciting because you know EJX in October. <laughs> Nothing else is gonna happen. EJX in October and then stuff in and this in November and it's well Scorpio is gonna happen. So yeah, yeah not, and, and the whole shit done again, presumably. Which I'm still not getting. <laughs> Decided not getting. Okay. We don't even know what it is, but I'm not getting it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. that was all I really wanted. That was my gaming, uh, not not gaming game news. Yeah, Update. Small amount of random. Yeah. Uh, random at the end. Okay, we'll have a bit more random at the start next time. Probably. Uh, cool. Well, and hopefully I'll be able to hear fine next week. <laughs> I can't believe that's still going. I still can't hear. Get it fixed. Well, I, I did. I went back to the doctor and they said, wait up to four weeks from <sighs> I now. I hate that. Because they yeah, can just do it instantly. Well, they didn't. Anyway. They didn't want to do mine because apparently there is a risk of perforating yeah. your eardrum sure, when they syringe yeah. it. And they looked at <laughs> there's a risk that they're sticking fucking things in your ear. Yeah, and when they looked at my ear, they were basically like, "Well, there's nothing actually technically wrong with your ear. You, you've got a very yeah. healthy looking ear, <laughs> so so we don't want to actually add risk where it's not necessary. Come back in four weeks, and if it's still boned, yeah, then that, we'll do it. That is the okay. classic doctor problem. You go in there, and they're like. This is not actually a problem that we care enough about yet. It's not risky <laughs> enough. Well, apparently, yeah. and the other thing was that I think maybe I've drawn a bit of bad luck that apparently my surgery has had exactly that happen quite a uh, lot recently. The, the, if you're in America, they'd be worried about being sued. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think that they, they, it was on their minds a, a bit, was, okay. was, the, was the impression I got. So never mind. I've drawn a bit of a short straw there, but nothing seems to be happening and it's really annoying. <laughs> Make sure you sleep with that side down. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I would have said up. What, you, what? If you're lying on it, you're like let it compressing go more it in. and like closing the ear con- canal. I don't know, man. I, I don't think you compress I... the canal when you lay on your ear, right? You'd be just... surprised how much squidging goes on when you're like, <laughs> on one side of your head. You'll be su- uh, yeah, uh, that's that's okay. That's the takeaway from this episode. From this episode, it's like last week, how much squidging goes on. Yeah. Last week it was that's chemistry. <laughs> this week it's that's the, that's going to be your blurb on the website. This week it's yeah. Don't don't, that. don't underestimate squidging. <laughs> okay, catch you next time, listeners, in a couple of weeks for more of season eight of the Salacast. Oh, have we got a theme tune pick? Are you going to pick one? That's your job. Oh, all right. Yeah. Bye.
Bye. Bye-bye.